And good evening, everyone, from the campus of the University of Nebraska, Kearney, Foster Field, Ron and Carroll Cope Stadium. It is Friday night football, a Class A top ten matchup between your Kearney High Bearcats and the Thunderbirds of Bellevue West. So glad to have you along with us, Doug. Good to be joined by Monty Kratzenstein in a little bit after we hear from our head coaches and everybody that's a Bearcat fan and everybody that's a Bellevue West fan already knows the backstory, but we'll talk about it again a little bit coming up tonight. It is going to be a fun one. We can't wait to bring you tonight's high school football action. Ken Carney High replicate or at least somewhat duplicate what they did last year to reach the state semifinals or has Bellevue West targeted this game for going the game last week against number two Millard South? You'll hear Coach Mike Huffman say it's the first time we've been out physical in probably seven years. He goes, we've had some really good football games against Carney and Grand Island and others, but not like what happened to them last Thursday as they suffered the loss in the one versus two matchup. Carney High, also something that doesn't happen very often. They got beat pretty good. 37-14, they made their second trip to the Metro, so they beaten Grand Island North Platte at home. They lost to Burke on the road 28-21 and last week at Millard West 37-14. They go to Omaha Northwest for the final game of the regular season. But three of the next four are at home. Bellevue West and next week at Columbus and back-to-back home games against Lincoln High and Elkhorn South. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We again, five Friday night games. Carney Catholic and Minden on Power 99 tonight down at Miles Field. They have homecoming on the breeze, 94.5. Axtell is hosting Brady. Also coming up on ESPN 1550 and 92.7 FM in Hastings, we bring you Hastings High and Seward, while St. Cecilia and Sutton is on KHAS. And you can always follow along at PlatteRiverRadio.com, PlatteRiverRadio.com. A couple of games from earlier today uh, across the state of Nebraska included Bertrand getting a win this afternoon as they defeated Highline. And there are quite a few uh, forfeits uh, today because of lack of players or a couple of COVID games, and we will keep you up to date at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can follow along with our football scoreboard as well. When we come back, we'll talk with the coaches. Mike Huffman of Bellevue West, Brandon Cool of Kearney High. It's Friday Night Football on ESPN Radio. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. Taco making is a team sport. Here at Amigos, we want you to join our roster of the most talented taco artists in Nebraska. When you work at Amigos, you'll be on a team of people who have each other's backs. We offer a fast-paced, friendly work environment and flexible scheduling to fit your busy life. Join our team, meet your Amigos, and become a customer service expert, all while furthering your career. Be Amigos. Apply today at AmigosKings.com. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on ESPN Tri-Cities. A big one tonight in Class A as Carney High welcomes in Bellevue West. And the head coach, Mike Huffman, joins us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Coach, uh, thanks for the time. And uh, why, why beat around the bush? I know these guys have been looking forward to the rematch. How's things been going this week on campus? 
you know, really it's perfect time for this ball game. You know, we had a, we got punched in the chin last Thursday and, and didn't get up like I would hope that our team would. And going in to play Carney, the team that ended our season last year, uh, man, motivation is not going to be short. So it's actually, you know, it's really good. And when you're working with 15, 18-year-old kids, you're always trying to push certain buttons. Uh, so this, this game couldn't be at a better time of the season. We're really excited about coming out to K-Town. How do you make sure that it's not the emotions don't get out of check one way or the other? Well, you know, we try to go into every ball game like it's not a big game. It's the next game. Uh, so our kids handle that pretty well. There's some things that we need to work on. If you really get into the video from last week, I mean, the game was a seven-point game for all but eight minutes of the football game. Anybody can win a seven-point game. They physically out-hit us, and that honestly hasn't been done since 2014. We've lost games, but they've been great games. The Carney 41-40 game was a phenomenal football game. In 18, uh, the 37-30 the Grand Island was a phenomenal football game. We got out-hit last Thursday. So that's been our pure focus uh, this week, playing fast and getting back to being physical. Mike Huffman, head coach at Bellevue West. Is it more of a mental thing? I, I always joke on our show, it's it's hard to be, you know, Coach Frost, every college coach, every pro coach wants it to be perfect for 12 weeks. That's really hard to ask, even in high school, for nine weeks. Oh, 100%. And that's what I was talking about. you got, you got to find certain buttons. You know, sometimes you you got to get after them. Sometimes you got to giggle a little bit. Uh, you just got to keep looking and looking. And thankfully, you know, when I watch the video, you know, we, we don't, we're not missing pieces. We have the players to do it. Now, ultimately, they got to get the job done. And then we talk a lot at Bellevue West that, you know, the coaches haven't played a down of football for years. We're going to do everything, everything we can to teach them. But ultimately, when the lights are bright and the ball is snapped, they've got to make the play. So we, we try to teach a lot of ownership there. And I'm excited to see how some kids step up. You know, our defensive secondary uh, played very poorly last week. A lot of those big runs should have been about three or four-yard gains. Uh, so we've been really, you know, trying to hype up being physical back there. It doesn't do any good to be fast and look like Tarzan if you're going to play like Jane. So we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Obviously, or tonight, I guess. Yeah, Coach, obviously uh, preseason number one, some Division One talent. Uh, you're going to see that from the top teams in the Metro. How are your Division One kids handling things now that they've made their commitments? You know, uh, Caden Helms is doing a great job. Micah Riley's doing a great job, but they always got to get better. You know, they have, they project very well. You know, one six six two forty, the other one six six two twenty five, but they got to block better. You know, for whatever reason, we get out on the perimeter and we'll get Nick for a holding call, and then now they're nervous about what they're doing, and then we miss a block. So we got to get better there. The passing game. Uh, it, it's been fine. We're, we spread the ball around. I think you look at the stat sheet. There's not anybody more than ten. Everybody's between like seven, eight. 10 catches, yeah. uh, you know, what What it really goes down to is L.J. Richardson, and, you know, he committed to Wyoming this week. They're really excited about him. He's he's really the, the engine of our offense, uh, so we we got to get him going. And we've got good kids, man. They uh, At the end of the day, I tell them all the time, it doesn't matter what offers you have, where you sign, but at the end of the day, the 52 yards wide and the 100 long determines whether or not you're a good football player. So we got to go out and earn it. Talk with Mike Huffman, head coach at Bellevue West. What would be, in your estimation, Coach, the biggest difference between the football team that's going to take the field tonight and the one that uh, Carney played in the playoffs last year? It's a very, very different-looking team. Keegan Johnson was a superstar. There's a reason he's one of three freshmen that, that actually play for Iowa uh, as, as true freshmen. Uh, we don't have that guy. We don't have a guy that you look out there and you're like, oh, my goodness. But I like that, you know. Coach Cool, it was awesome what he did in that playoff game. You know, he went went man over the top and then that or man on him, 
safety over the top and a hanger slid out there. There's no way Keegan comes off the field after the first three. He's like, we're not going to be able to throw me the ball. I'm like, yeah, we'll get it to you other ways. We don't have that, dude. But what that helps is the defense will have to play balanced because we're going to spread the ball to each of the receivers. We're going to give the ball to Les Richardson. Ultimately, our quarterback's got to make some better decisions in crunch time. And they've played fairly well, but they need to play at an elite level for this offense to click. So I'm excited to see uh, Luke and Danny get out there tomorrow night and uh, put it together so we can be good offensively. Defensively, we miss Jack McDonald and C.J. Camp a lot because those guys were kind of the, the steam of the engine, man. They're going to come up and put their face masks under someone's chin. We need that guy to show up. Roberts is doing a great job at middle linebacker, but he's only one guy. We need, we need some other guys to step up and make some plays on that side of the ball. Conversely, Coach, what do you think is different about Carney? You know, man, Ten's still out there. I sure like that kid. He, uh, he just makes plays. Uh, they look like they're still fine in their own way. I know they're going to be ready to play this game. Uh, you know, that Grand Island game could have went either way. So I'm anxious to see, you know, are, are they still keeping their spirits up and things like that? Because, man, football's a grind. Uh, they're well coached. Coach Cool is going to come up with something that we haven't seen, you know, so we're going to have to adjust very quickly to it. Uh, and I just know they're going to do the little things right. They're going to tackle well. You know, one thing that Carney does very, very well, minus a couple possessions the first time we played them last year, they don't let you get behind them. You know, so that, that tries me as a, a play caller. I've got to stay patient. And, and Doug, you've known me for a long time. I'm not a patient dude. You know, I want to get out there. I want to light the scoreboard up. And you can't do that. And, you know, you even go back to the playoff game. I got impatient, tried to throw some balls down the field. They got intercepted. You know, we, we can't do things like that. We got to stay. We have to do what the defense allows us to do. And, you know, I look forward to playing coaches like Coach Cool and Coach Tomlin because they're going to show Bellevue West what our weaknesses are. And I'm excited to see what that is and how quickly we can respond to what Coach Cool decides to do in the ballgame. Another minute here with Bellevue West coach Mike Huffman on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on ESPN. Uh, I saw the Burt game, and we know what Millard West did on the ground. For those that don't know, I mean, LJ is doing the majority of any rushing that you have out there. Would we expect more running the football tonight from some of your other guys, or you just do what you do? Our goal, our goal is always to be 50-50. Now, we, we consider our screens, like we'll throw a lot of screens to our slots and our outside receiver guys. We consider those runs in our offense. So although they come across as passes, okay, they're spreading the field all 52 yards wide. You know, being a one-back attack, you know, LJ's got to be ready to rock and roll. But we spent a lot of time watching that ball game from last year. There were multiple times that Luke Johansson should have pulled the ball. So we got to be ready for that. Those DNs, you know, that's, you know, I'm telling you, Coach Cool, some of the things that he does, we like to run outside zone a ton. You know, we were having a hard time getting those DNs reached because he taught them or whoever coached their D-line the turn and sprint to the sideline, which forces everything back in. So we we prepared for a lot of stuff, uh, which makes it difficult. You know, last year they were split between a three-man and four-man front. This year, they all a couple downs. They've been in a three-man front, so they're going back to their split when they play us, or are they going to stay in their three? So, again, man, the cat and mouse game—you got to figure it out quick. And uh, LJ is going to be the, the the horse, but you know it all depends. We we read everything. So if Luke needs to pull that ball, he needs to pull it and get it out to the RPO action. And finally, uh, you did mention something interesting to me before we came on air here. We always talk about kids being gone for whether it's illness or COVID or injury. You're missing a coach this week. We are uh, Coach Mikorski, who I feel is one of the finest line coaches in the state. This is going to be the second game he's been out. 
Uh, unfortunately, not only did the Rona strike him, but he got the, the pneumonia bug too. So he got the double whammy. He won't be back to this week. And then actually our running back coach, he's a, he's, shoot, he's got a master's in British literature <laughs> and they have their national English conference. He misses one game a year and sadly it's this one. So we're going to be down two on the offensive staff, but we got a great staff and, uh, you know, other guys got to pick it up. You know, I'm a big Jocko guy. When things are tough, good. It lets you show you what you're made of, and I'm excited about the challenge, and I know our other offensive coaches are too. Well, we're looking forward to it, Coach. It's Class A Top 10 football. It doesn't matter what it says on the jersey. That usually means it's going to be a good football game, and this has a little extra spice. So safe trip out, and uh, best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you so much, Doug. Thanks for having me on. That's Mike Huffman, head coach, Bellevue West, and Brandon Cool, the Carney Bearcats. We'll talk about his squad when we return on ESPN. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. If you thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Online at buzzesmarine.com. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show from UNK's Foster Field, a game that uh, we have been looking forward to. We knew it was coming after last year's playoff. Bellevue West taking on Brandon Cool and his Carney High Bearcats, and Coach Cool joins us here. And, and Coach, we didn't even mess around with Coach Huffman. We just got right after it. I know you want to say put it in the background. It happened last year. But still, when, when maybe you looked back at the film to see some of the kids that played for them last year you still got to have some great feelings from that game. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, you go back and analyze how we attacked them um, week five a year ago and how we attacked them a little bit in the, in the playoffs and then, then that try to attack them how they've operated here the last uh, four weeks. So, you know, it's kind of fun going back and watching that uh, quarterfinal football game. There's no doubt about it. And as you turn on the film, they got the same faces back that uh, we competed against last year. Uh, all those kids are a year more mature and, uh, we'll have their hands full because they got athletes in all sorts of places, both offensively and defensively. Coach Huffman flat out said he thought their team was a lot different just because they had a dynamic offensive playmaker uh, last year, and maybe it's not quite that way. They have a great uh, quarterback, obviously, and L.J. Richardson, but he's been asked to carry more of the load. So how different do you think they are than the one that you played last November? Well, as you analyze it, they're still running the same type of scheme. They're doing some things, uh, uh, just a couple of wrinkles here and there. That's a little bit different. They still got these two big tight ends on the, on their offensive side of the ball, where uh, those are mismatch uh, 
uh, you know, tough mismatches for, for our secondary guys. And so, uh, and then you put that running back back there, he's a thumper. And so if we don't get him tackled before he gets going, uh, it's going to be a long night for us. And then the biggest thing is they're rotating a couple quarterbacks in there. They're, uh, They've been playing two quarterbacks uh, most of the time. And so I don't know if they're trying to figure out uh, who they're going to be comfortable with. And maybe we'll just see one guy against us. But anytime you're playing two quarterbacks like that, they bring a couple different dynamics to uh, uh, to your defense. So we got to be prepared for, for both of those guys in a roundabout way. Physical up front offensively in the offensive line. And so, uh, you know, we're just hoping that uh, you know we can get lined up properly and and uh, turn our kids loose because our, our kids are going to be cranked up to play this football game. Talking with Carney High football coach Brandon Cool here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, and that was another thing Coach Huffman brought up. He just says Contreras is just too good to have standing on the sidelines. Is there a is one run better, one pass better? Or are they just kind of the same kid, and they both equally deserve some time? From what you've seen, yeah, both of them are terrific. I like how they both operate. Obviously the uh, one was a starter a year ago, so he's got more of the game experience. Uh, but they don't really change a lot when one comes in compared to the other one. They're going to run their base base package. You might see a few more screens uh, uh, versus uh, versus our defense. Uh, so you're going to have to get some pressure on both of those guys before uh, uh, they can get that ball out of their hand. Uh, but as usual, you're going to have to have to stop the run. You know, anytime they're you know 265 to about 275 to about 285 across the front line. Uh, we're, we're going to have to do a better job of stopping the run, which we were unable to do last week against uh, Millard West. And uh, if we can kind of get that, make them one-dimensional, uh, put our guys in a great spot to be successful. Well, let's take it to that next level. Uh, what did give you the problems last week? Because you already answered my question about the offensive line. It seems like every time you play a Metro team, they got about three 300-pound kids up front there that obviously have talent if they're playing for one of the top teams in, in Class A. But what did give you troubles last week against Millard West? Well, they're going to give you a ton of different looks uh, offensively. And uh, in their scheme of things, they're going to give you some smoke and mirrors too where they bring some guys around in motion. But more importantly, they were just able to control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. Uh, they're big and uh, they were physical. They're probably more physical than what we saw on film. Now, the problem is they didn't play very good the week before against Millard South. And I think that really uh, got them going a little bit. And then we scuffled. We just couldn't do anything offensively to get ourselves a first down or give us any confidence. And uh, it became a long night there, especially in the third quarter. As you take a look at the things that you did well or you got better in practice at this week, what would those be? Well, you're going to have to control the line of scrimmage way better than we did last week. And uh, that's going to be a difficult task. Miller, um, Bellevue West has a couple defensive tackles in there that are, you know, working at the 260, 265 range. that got a little bit of pop to them. Uh, their defensive ends are a little bit bigger than they were in the fast. Probably not as fast, but they're a little bit bigger. And so they're going to try to plug – uh, anything from the C gap to the C gap and let those outside and inside linebackers run just a little bit. So for us, we're going to have to find a way to establish the run, which we're unable to do. And we were playing catch up most of the time last week, but you're going to have to establish the run. You're going to have to be consistent. You're going to have to get some first downs because if you give um, Bellevue West the football too many times, uh, they're going to take advantage of it. Brandon Cool, Carney Bearcats taking on Bellevue West, who's now ranked number two, had been number one, uh, the epic game last year in the playoffs. Kind of a couple things that we've talked about and is widely known, but we bring it up again. When Carney gets beat, they don't get beat bad. Last week was a different situation. And when you and your coaching staff have to take on someone that on paper 
has more talent, more Division One kids, ranked higher than you. You guys always come up with a great game plan. How much fun is it to go up against a number one or a number two team that makes it, you guys even work a little bit more in your chess game? Well, it puts us in the underdog category. We have nothing to lose. And what a great scenario for our kids to play at Foster Field uh, against one of the top-rated teams in, in Class A. Um, we're going to turn these guys loose. You're going to have to do some things fundamentally sound, like control your gap. You're going to have to do a great job of open field tackling. You're going to have to play better on special teams than you did the, the, the prior week. And then uh, offensively, you're going to have to move the chains to keep their offense off the field. Uh, so as we dictate that, we'll try to keep the game plan as simple as we can, but you're going to have to be a little bit more aggressive offensively, defensively, uh, defensively and special team-wise in order to compete against the big dogs in Class A. So uh, we got a couple of wrinkles that we want to be able to do, maybe give them a little bit of a couple different looks than what they've seen on our film uh, the last two or three weeks, and then try to get our guys in a position where it's easy for them so they, they can react instead of thinking about what they have to do on a certain play. And finally, Coach Cool, we and Coach Huffman and all the guys you're going against, they know the Miller-to-Miller connection. How have you seen defenses change things against these two guys after the hot start and what it means for the rest of your receiving core? Yeah, you know, as, as you dictate that, for sure you're, those guys are going to make their own adjustments. They're going to have a little bit of a different wrinkle for us than probably what we're prepared for. Um, but um, W West is going to come in. They're going to run. Uh, what they're accustomed to, they're probably going to bring a little bit more blitz on their defensive side of the ball. Uh, they're going to try to get their playmakers the ball a little bit more on offense. And uh, so, again, we, we've got to be prepared for everything and anything. And so we'll turn our kids loose and let's, let's rock and roll here uh, uh, at Foster Field. Well, we had the echoes last year in Omaha. Let's bring them back to Foster Field. Have a good one tonight, Coach. Thanks, as always, for the time. Uh, Thank you for your coverage. That's Brandon Cool, head coach of your Carney High Bearcats, and we're back to Fosterfield with the starting lineups on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this on ESPN. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. And welcome back to Foster Field as the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame show continues. Let's take a look at their starting lineups. For tonight's high school football game, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the second-ranked Bellevue West Thunderbirds, 3-1 after the loss to Millard South last week. At center, number 65, 6'1", 300-pound junior David Miller. The right guard, number 55, 6'4", 285-pound senior Henry Rickles. And the left guard, number 59, 6'2", 250-pound junior is Kellen Steuben. At the tackles, on the right side, number 50, is 6'2", 260-pound senior Ty Stuck. The left tackle, number 77, 6'5", 305-pound senior in Nate Raymond. The tight end, Micah Riley Ducker, headed to Auburn, 6'6", 230-pound senior. He can fly for a big guy. Then you look at your slot receiver, another D1 kid is Caden Helms. He'll wear number three, 6'6", 210-pound senior. Also at the wideout, Tigay Barnett wears number four. He's a junior. And number five, 6'2", 280-pound sophomore, Davon Hall. 
at running back, number seven, 6'1", 210-pound senior, L.J. Richardson, has over 600 yards rushing already on the year. And number 12 is your quarterback, 6'2", 190-pound senior, Luke Johansson. The head coach of the Thunderbirds is Mike Huckman. As we said, the loss last week coming to uh, Millard South, the new number one team. They've beaten Omaha Burke, Bellevue East, and Creighton Prep who are either two or three wins, so some quality wins and two blowouts before the six-point win over Creighton Prep. For Carney High, at center number 70, 6'1", 265-pound senior Wade Palmer. At right guard number 65, 200-pound senior Evan Poland. At the left guard number 56, 6'2", 225-pound senior Nathan Gravenstein. At the tackles, on the right side, number 68, 6'3", 212-pound senior Cash Roseberry. And the left tackle, number 72, 6'3", 265-pound senior Brooks Paul. The ends are number 85, 6'2", 195-pound senior DeAndre Ndugwa. And number 88, 6'5", 155-pound senior Max Myers. At wideout, number 10, 5'10", 160-pound senior Caden Miller. And number 30, 5'10", 170-pound senior Brayden Anderson. The eye back is number 27, 6 foot 205 pound senior Parker Weiss, and the quarterback number 14, 6 190 pound senior Riley Miller. The head coach of the 10th ranked Carney Bearcats is Brandon Cool, 2 and 2 after the loss last week to Millard West and at Omaha Burke wins over Grand Island and North Platte. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. Do you want a quality seed that has focus on being local, building relationships that last, and has proven performance that's specific to where you farm? Choose Prairie Valley. With a focus on local research in eight regions throughout their footprint, Prairie Valley has the data to back up the performance of their locally specific hybrids and varieties, specialized to achieve the highest quality and yield where you need it most. No matter where you farm, Prairie Valley has the seed for where you are. Find a local dealer and learn more about the seed for where you are at prairievalleyseeds.com. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Doug Duda, Monty Kratzenstein back here at beautiful Foster Field. What a perfect night for football as Bellevue West and Carney High now coming out of the locker rooms. They had some little cheerleaders like at basketball. They usually wait till halftime, but here tonight they did it in pregame, so we'll start a couple minutes late. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. A couple of bangs and bumps and bruises, but... For the most part, uh, both coaches says they're good on their two deep in this Class A ball game. And hopefully we don't have to make any injury reports. But should we do that, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center will get you back in the game of life. Well, it's a, a game that was so good last year. And again, a lot of people may not remember they did play twice. Bellevue West got them in the regular season and then on the rematch as uh, the Thunderbirds take the field. And Amani Kratzenstein knows a little bit about the Metro, knows a little bit about Carney as well. 
What do you think about the ball game here tonight, Monty? Well, Doug, when you look at Bellevue West, I know a little bit about Bellevue West. I spent the first six years of my coaching career trying to stop guys like Cluster Johnson and Eric Strickland, and then that didn't work out real well sometimes. But they certainly have an identity, and that identity lies in their flash of offense. You know, they always have tremendous athletes. That's the case this year as well from all over the metro area, all over the Omaha area, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But they have seven kids with either Division Two or Division One offers on this team. Pretty impressive. They want to outscore you. Uh, and they'll do it with multiple looks, as Coach Cool said, and they'll put a lot of motions and try to get their athletes one-on-one against your players. For Carney, Carney is always well-coached. Yeah, I talk about that every time I'm doing the color on there. Kids will always be taught to be in the right spots. Uh, Archer on defense, Coach Cool on offense, uh, they'll always be well-coached and have a good game plan. Uh, but they have to find a way somehow to control some clock. They've been unsuccessful running the football this year for the most part, and so much of their pass game does depend on play action and trying to fool somebody a little bit. So that's going to be an early key, see if they can run the ball at all or, or, or eat up some clock against Bellevue West. Well, and Bellevue West won the toss. They elected to take the football. We'll see if uh, Carney's James Dakin can pound that baby in the end zone and make them uh, go 80 yards. And you're right. Uh, they, uh, their, their strength isn't defense, uh, and it never has been. Uh, they're good because they have athletes, and that's the one thing. Carney will probably come in with less athletes, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to find a way to do the right things on the football field. And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. It's number two and number ten, the Bearcats, the rematch with Bellevue West when we return on KXPN Carney. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. One play can change momentum in a game, and one deductible is a game changer when it comes to your insurance. That's why you should see me, McKenzie, or Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent. We can help bundle your car and home together in a single policy. So if life sends a blitz in the form of a storm or fire, you'll pay just one deductible for everything that's covered. Talk to us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308 308- Two three four twenty two twenty two. Doug Unabani, Krasenstein back with you here at Foster Field. Uh, there were some games that were played today. Bertrand defeated Highline 55-38. to And also going on today, Loomis rolled Maywood Hayes Center 56-18 last night. Medicine Valley down Overton. Pleasanton, a big comeback to Clip Sandhills Valley 38-32. to Arcadia Loop City beat Ravenna. All right, Carney's ready to go. They're going to go from north to south as you listen along the radio dial. Bellevue West from south to north. Wind, not much of a factor in the ball game tonight. Temperature's actually going to be uh, just perfect. And we are ready to go. And uh, dynamic returners, Monty, back here for Bell West. When's the last time you saw the two tight ends, one going to Auburn, one going to Oklahoma on a game you called? Oh, man. Exactly. It's fun. And the ball is kicked away, and we are underway, and it will be returnable. Then dropped into the end zone, a golden opportunity for Kyrell Jordan. 
He could have fielded that ball at the two, but he dropped it, bounced into the end zone, and that goes down as an automatic touchback. And so it'll be first down and 10 here for for uh, Bellevue West. As you mentioned, very important to uh, keep that ball out of the returner's hands, get the ball in the end zone. That was a nice little break for Carney to start the game. I thought one of the things Coach Huffman talked about, uh, I said L.J. Richardson, that maybe they didn't have as much of a run game, and they do uh, with L.J., but uh, they love to go swing passes, jet sweeps, and a whole lot of other things. Luke Johansson, the quarterback, will try and get that done, and Richardson behind him as the eye back. Turn and hand it to Richardson, and he is hit in the backfield, dropped immediately, coming through to make the stick is going to be Gravenstein, and that's exactly what Carney High wants to do. They would love Everybody loves three and out, but, boy, it would sure set the tone of the football game. Basic inside dive for Bellevue West, running inside zone, and you'll notice they know they don't huddle, so we won't have a whole lot of time to describe the action between plays. Here they go. And that was a setup play. I think there's nothing more than that, so let's see what they do with the four wide here. Low snap, want a swing pass out here to the right flat. It's complete at the 25-yard line and being pushed out of bounds short of the first down will be T.K. Barnett. But going to get about seven and a half, maybe eight yards on the play. They'll call it officially seven. It'll be third down and three. Very important for Carney right here. They have an opportunity to get off the field on third down. And again, you're going to see a whole lot of four wides and one back out of Bellevue West. They're indicating that also. We'll look for Richardson in the backfield. Stay in the pistol. They'll switch Richardson from the left hip to the right hip. They've got trips to the wide side of the field towards the Carney side. And we're going to have a penalty flag before we can get things going here. They did take quite a while, but I don't think it was delay a game. We're going to get a false start, it looks like, on Bellevue West. And that'll bring up third down and eight yards to go. Carney jumping around a little bit with their linebackers, trying to disguise looks a little bit in the right guard from Bellevue West. Flinched just a little bit and got caught. Third and nine. So a chance here, same set. They don't change it at all. They come right up. And now the official says reset the play clock. They actually do run the play clock here at UNK's Foster Field, so you don't have to worry about counting it down. Third down, about eight and a half. Throw it out here, a little screen pass to Michael Ducker, and he is going to be across the 25 and drag Bearcats for the first down to the 32-yard line. Micah Riley Ducker headed to Auburn. He is a horse, 6'6", 230 pounds and is going to have enough for the first down, a gain of about 10. Almost like a wide toss play there where there's three receivers out. He's the inside receiver, takes the wide pass, and has got two lead blockers for him, almost like a running back in that situation, first and 10 from the 31. And he's got 6'2", six, 6'6", six, six blockers out there that are around 200 pounds for him. This time they'll fake the handoff, quarterback option keeper. He's going to be hit by Parker Weiss in the backfield and drop for a loss. A one-yard loss there for Luke Johansson. Outstanding play by Weiss. They ran a little bootleg action, faked the run, bootleg out to the right. Parker Weiss throughout this season has been responsible for the quarterback on a lot of bootlegs and option plays, especially against North Platte. Uh, He stuck to his uh, guns right there and made a very nice play. So it'll be second down, and we'll call it 11 yards to go. Back to pass again, Johansson looking right the whole time. Now throws behind his receiver, and it is caught. What a great nab by T.K. Barnett. That was way behind him, and it's enough for a first down out to the 44-yard line, a gain of 13. One of the things I mentioned about Metro players, uh, those two guys used to catch passes, throw and catch passes for Bellevue East a couple years ago, and they decided to go across town. Nice addition for the Thunderbirds. And a, a big difference, although East is starting to get 
uh, some things going in their football program. First down and 10 on the opening drive of the football game. They'll hand it off to Richardson. Richardson crashes across the 45. He'll make it out to the 47. They're going to give him a spot out to the 48-yard line, a gain of four on his second carry. And again, you come in, Richardson on the uh, season, averaging over nine yards per carry, 661 yards so far. And Dugway in on the tackle through the air. The two quarterbacks have combined for over 1,000 yards and back to pass again. No pressure. Throws it out in the right flat on a stop route at the 39-yard line. Complete again down the sideline, 35, and down to the 32 to the 31-yard line. And he's found Barnett three times already. They found a matchup they liked over there with Tanner Johnson where the Barnett kid is just so quick and Tanner has to give ground because he's afraid of beating him deep. And they ran about three different little stop routes out there in front of him. Split out wide on the left side is Davon Hall. It's trips to that side. They've kept Barnett over there by himself to the short side of the field. First down and 10 at the 32. Now they set up a wide receiver screen, and it's covered completely by Carney High and Tanner Johnson that time on the other side. He got past the intended blocker, and he comes in to stick him. Was it, uh, or was no. it Anderson? Excuse me, Anderson was over here. Tanner Johnson and Anderson were both in the same vicinity. It's going to be a loss of one on the play. So it'll be second down at 11. I think that was Tanner. That came I, I, and made I made a mistake when I was talking about number one, that corner they were kind of picking on is the Dahlgren kid. I had had the corners flipped around. That was Tanner Johnson. Great play by him reading that, that little screen. Second down 11 for Bellevue West at the Kearney High 33-yard line in motion for the first time. They will give it off, and the quarterback will take it back out of the hands there of Hall, bring it up on the left hash inside the 30, and he'll stretch it to the 26-yard line. Good ball fake that time. I bid on it, and it's going to be third down at about four, a gain of seven. Second big third down play of this drive here. They've got the ball on the 31-yard line. Again, go, go four wides, two and two set with one running back. Third down, four at the Bearcat, 26. A little quick completion out here to Hall. He breaks one tackle, but there are three Bearcats there to drop him behind the line of scrimmage, trying to use his athleticism, and Parker Weiss is in there. Gravenstein is in there again. And it'll be fourth down, so do they want to go to their solid kicker? They do have a very good kicker here who has not missed a PAT all year, but only one field goal attempt for Hunter Brown. They aren't moving over there. They're going to go for this on a fourth down, 4-4. Four, four. You see what Carney has to do there, rally to the football. Had about four guys, including defensive linemen, linebackers, and defensive backs on that play. Fourth down and five. Got to watch the hard count here from quarterback Luke Johansson. He'll take the low snap, looks to the right side, throws it out here, and it's batted down. Getting ahead on it is Caden Miller trying to throw it into the slot. There is actually two receivers there in Riley Ducker and Caden Helms. Great stop for the Kearney defense there. They just tried to do a little post-up route by their eight number 88 Helms. And uh, outstanding job by Caden Miller getting around him without grabbing onto his left hand uh, around the waist, not getting a penalty. Wonderful play, well-coached defensive secondary right there. We're going up making plays, recognizing the play right away. So Kearney is a first chance uh, for the first first time of the game, they have the ball on the 27-yard line. They're four wides as well. Clock uh, chewed up 4.07 on the play. Weiss lined up as a flanker. Now comes back to the backfield. They'll hand it to him around the left end. Good seal block, but he's only going to get a couple. Got to the 29 and was driven backwards hard by Caden Camise, 6'2", 290-pound senior. Another thing that probably needs to be mentioned, 
almost all the guys for Bellevue West are clean. I mean, that means 11 different guys on offense yeah. and 11 different guys on defense. That's not the case for Carmen. And imagine having five Division One athletes on, on your team, but none of them play defense. <laughs> In, interesting philosophy, but that's it's worked for them. It'll be a gain of two for Parker Weiss, and then we get a penalty flag here. They look to the sideline, and we're going to get Looks like jumping into the neutral zone. Yep, number 90 on a little bit of a hard count there. Number 90, the defensive end for Bellevue West jumped and will take free, free five yards, any chance you can get it. Now you have second down and, and two, and you have a chance to maybe take a chance on one uh, if you want to. Early on, Carney, I'm sure, uh, Coach Cool, that you've got their scripted plays that you want to run out there and you want to see what the defense is going to give you. And now... We may have a clock issue as the referee is going to come over and talk to head coach Cool. There is something going on outside the football field, so we're going to have a little delay in the action. And while that's going on, we want to remind you that the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by BNB Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by BNB Carpet. Last week of the month, so send them in if you would. It'll be second down. We'll call it three yards to go. Weiss in motion. They'll throw it to him out of a flanker screen, trying to get a block and fighting through to upend him after basically no gain is Preston Ames. He got back to the line of scrimmage and it's going to be third down and three. Try See, Carney trying to get horizontal there, trying to outflank him a little bit. Had a, had a blocker out there, but the defensive back, number 26 from WS, fought off the block and made a nice one-on-one -on -one tackle. So now here's Carney High's first third down opportunity, third down and three uh, in their own territory. 6.40 to go in the first quarter. We're scoreless, first possession. Carney will send out Caden Miller. He is covered tightly out there by Will Kaiser. Send the tight end in Dugwood to the left side. Quarterback Reed, Miller's going to keep it, and he is going to be just right at the first down marker. There was a big hole. He did a great job on the fake. But when he got hit, instead of being able to fall forward, he got turned sideways as he makes it between the 36 and the 37. And they are going to have to bring the chains in here. We haven't seen it much this year. But the chain gang bringing out the chains, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. Carney Towing and Repair, what do you think? He's about the nose of the football short, Monty? <laughs> um, I'm not very good at guessing that, but I was impressed with uh, the decision-making. Ran a little right side sprint option ducked it a real good tackle looks like it's going to be did move the football close. a little farther yep. yeah yep well, the first time i looked at it, it was right. between the 36 and the 37 they brought the chains out and it's right on the 37 so somebody scooched the football forward and that's going to be a gain of three for riley miller now now when i was down. when i was coaching the metro i'd i'd be complaining about when you come out west there you find that magical spot there gives you a little extra three yards but i, I kind of like it tonight so first down and 10, split out wide to the left side is Braden Anderson. Single to the right side is going to be Miller. They'll bring in Dugo over there, short side option. Inside handoff to Dugo going from right to left, trying to turn the corner, and he can't do it. Great coverage out there by Kaiser. It looked well, but there's the athleticism of Bellevue West. It was blocked well. And if he doesn't fight through that block, Indugwa would have been still going down that left sideline. But he gets only one. Great point. Very well blocked. And that's a play that, you know, Carney is really hoping to bust because that's something new. They run a little inside handoff there to 
to a slot guy, had it all sealed off. But there you also see the team speed from Bellevue West where they rallied and a one-yard gain when it looked like he'd go a long ways. Just couldn't find a spot where he wanted to cut the football up, and that's what cost him. And that's the first carry of the year for Ndugwa. Second down and nine. Ready to throw over the middle of the football field. Miller's wide open at the 50. Makes a man miss down the left sideline. 40, 35, cuts back into the 30, and he'll be pushed out of bounds at the 28-yard line by Preston Ames. Huge gain on the play for Carney. And that play was created by a little clear-out. They ran two receivers down the field and then snuck Miller, their best receiver, up inside. Uh, and, and that's kind of a new look, too, out of that formation. So there's Brandon Cool doing Brandon Cool things, getting, getting your best guy with the ball. Uh, running down the field. Big play for Carney. They got a first down all the way in Bellevue uh, territory. A 35-yard completion, and that brings the crowd of the band back into it. First and 10, they'll mark it at the 27-yard line. Weiss to the left side of the pistol quarterback. Miller going to fake the handoff, try to keep it himself and just get what he can. He's going to get to the line of scrimmage, maybe a half a yard. There's all kinds of big purple and gold bodies in the middle of that. About three guys it took to shove him off balance. Nobody hit him really hard, but in on the tackle was Brett Gittner and Arden Jenkins. It'll be second down and ten. You always mention scripted plays, and what we've seen is we've seen about, I don't know how many plays they've run, but about eight different plays out of seven different formations and a lot of different looks. Really trying to see how Bellevue West is going to defend each formation and and motions. Wide to the right, Anderson on second and ten at the West 27-yard line. Still about 14 seconds on the play clock. Now Miller breaks and looks over to the sideline to maybe change the play. Seven seconds, twins to the left side, short side. He almost dropped the ball, now has to run for his life out here. Miller's going to have to throw it across the football field and just dumped it off. A little miscommunication there because I thought Miller could take it up the field. He was only going to get four or five yards, but Anderson got locked up, and maybe he thought he was going to get a flag on that, and that's why he Peyton Manning threw it. But uh, incompletion. Peyton Manning was great at that. He he knew he was going to Brett Favre. He knew he could get a flag, so he threw it. Not there, though. You know, that that play was designed to be a quick toss to the left-hand side, but uh, Miller kind of fumbled the ball, and then he had to improvise, and so we had a receiver that was actually blocking, thought it was a running play. I think you're right. I think Miller probably should have just tucked it up and got his three or four yards, but uh, when you see those Bellevue West guys coming at you pretty hard like that, I think he decided that maybe an incomplete pass might be better than taking a big shot. Might be right on the fringe of a field goal. It'd be 44 from here, third and 10. Miller wants to throw towards the end zone. He got his cousin twisted around, and it's incomplete, trying to find it to Caden. Caden took the seam instead of the numbers, and he had good coverage again by Will Kaiser. Didn't roll out. They're going to send out the field goal unit. Yep, and uh, that, they tried to run a little bit of a, a flag, a, a post flag there. Uh, good, well defended by the defensive back, and really Miller's trying to throw to a spot there, and uh, and Caden, his cousin, couldn't quite get to that spot, so it was kind of an ugly-looking play. But we'll see if Dakin can uh, do his job here and kick this one through for about a 43-yard field goal. So on the far hash, the placement's down. The kick is away. He's got plenty of leg, and it is beautiful. A 43-yard field goal, and Carney High strikes first. It's the Bearcats' three. And number two, Bellevue West, nothing. You're listening to High School Football, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? 
That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. At Friesen Ford and Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. So a good start for Carney. They were able to stop Bellevue West in the in their territory. Uh, foregoing a long field goal was Bellevue West. Carney gets a nice 35-yard pass from uh, Miller to Miller, and that sets them up for the 44-yard field goal. This is going to be a pooch kick that is returnable again, and it's taken on the run near the sideline at the 5-yard line, breaking a tackle up to the 10. Now to the 15, squirts away again across the 20, and brought down is Jordan as he gets close to the 25-yard line. And the Bearcats got to him inside the 20, but weren't able to bring him down on first contact. 4-10 to go here in the first quarter, 3-0 Carney. You see uh, Carney smartly kicking away from uh, Davon Hall, number five, who's a, who's a sophomore that already has an Iowa Hawkeye offer. Um, they're kicking the ball away from him, and probably a smart thing. All right, out of the uh, pistol formation for quarterback Luke Johansson, they put L.J. Richardson flanked to his left. You may see some Contreras. Later on in the ball game, motion, jet sweep. They toss it forward, so this is a pass and tripped up before they can go anywhere. There's Parker Weiss. Can't get to the corner, and they are sure utilizing T.K. Barnett quite a bit, and we talked about that in the pregame. You start to see that a little bit more in college, a little in the pros where the jet sweep, instead of being behind for a run, is in front, and you pitch it forward about a quarter of a yard, and it's a one-yard completion. So on the last four passes for Bellevue West, Three for four, negative one. Yeah, Parker Weiss is a good high school football player. Read that very well. Second out of nine. Ball on the Carney hash, and we're going to get penalty flags. Early again. This could be the third penalty. And again, this is one of the things that you talk about, and I'm, it's not Bellevue West, but a lot of teams that play this style that score a lot of points. They don't. You even see this in college. These five-yard penalties doesn't bother them very much. They think that they can it chew up the chunks of yards and whether in 10 or 15, they're going to be fine. Well, it certainly doesn't affect their play calling. You know, and, that, and, and that, that's the thing. They don't have to change their scheme based on down and distance. Four wides, one back again. Second down and 14, twins each way. Low snap, rolling to his right, looking to throw to the right sideline, and it is in and out of the hands of Ducker, and Dugua was about 10 yards in front, thought he might get a fingertip on it, and then it's busted out of there by Caden Miller. <laughs> what a difference. Caden Miller listed at 5'10", 160, and Riley Ducker, 6'6", 230, but he stayed in front of him and knocked it down. Yeah, jumped, jumped that route pretty well, got a hand on it, and uh, made a nice play. So once again, it's third down and, and long, a chance for the Bellevue um, to get the Bellevue offense off the field. Third and 14 at their own 18-yard line. Johansson takes the snap, three-step drop, looking to the sideline, and he cannot come up. With the completion, it was well off of Davon Hall. Carney got a little pressure up the middle that time. And Gravenstein was there again, and he maybe forced him to throw it early. And it is a three and out. A punt coming up here for 
Bell West, and they do have good special teams, and they have uh, their punter and kicker. Both is Hunter Brown, and he'll stand in there. Something that he doesn't have to do a whole lot is punt the football, but right here he stands back at about his own five. He's averaging 33 yards a punt of a long of 44. Snap, perfect Got pressure it. coming. Oh. oh, they missed it. Ran right by him. And it'll be fair caught at the 50-yard line. They didn't want to get the roughing the kicker, but Ndugwa <laughs> could have picked it off his foot. He, he they actually, saw something on film there. He got two, they got two guys clean, exactly what you said. They saw something, got two guys clean, and he was there so early he actually ran past him. That's where you've got to coach angle. You've got to coach two feet in front of the, the foot instead of going right at the kicker because by the time the kicker t- took a step, he was already past him. Kind of a, a tough break there, not getting that ball blocked. Yeah, Carney High might have had a score right there. There was actually two gentlemen back there, but Ndugwa was the lead too. But still good field position, a 33-yard punt. Bearcats have it first and 10 at their own 49. Miller going to lead option to the right side, keeper all the way, and he is going to be ankle tackled behind the line of scrimmage here at the 45-yard line. The right side of that Carney offensive line just got shoved back into him, and when you run to the short side, there was nowhere to go. Number 90, number 52, number 60, you see this big big defensive line for Bellevue West. They are space eaters. They, they're wide. They maybe aren't the fastest guys in the world, but they did a nice job of flowing with the ball action there. Jenkins and Hol- Gittner have been in there about three times yep. already. And they're, they're, they're very active. And remember, they're playing one side of the ball, so they've, they've, they've had a chance to rest a lot. That, uh, there's a huge advantage to that sort of thing in Class A football. Going to be a loss of four, so Carney backed up to their 45, second and 14. Weiss to the left of Miller. Three-step drop. Now has to step up in the pocket, and he's going to be dropped after a gain of a yard, he was about ready to take off, and Jacob Stevenson got him from behind, a gain of one. Yep, absolutely. I, I also noticed that uh, good pass rush there, and, and they stayed in their lanes. Nobody opened, so uh, Riley tucked it, decided to uh, take off down the field and just didn't have a whole lot of room. So now they're, they're facing a little bit. They're behind the clock or behind the sticks just a little bit with a third and 14 uh, from their own 45. Three to nothing, Carney. Two minutes to go in the first quarter. Bellevue West has had two possessions. This is the second for the Bearcats. They'll put Max Myers in the slot left. Miller to the right. Slide over Hudson Bertrand to the right side for extra protection. Thinking about setting up a screen. Bellevue West read it, and Parker Weiss comes up incomplete. Boy, that was great. I know this is radio, but if you just put the clicker back, Bellevue West read the screen. They stopped rushing. You never see that. You never see that, even from pros. They had three kids that were coming, and they went, uh-oh. And three, Parker three, Weiss. Three hard steps. There's a reason why I'm not getting blocked. Instead yeah. of getting excited, they, they went back. You're exactly right. That's a well-coached defensive line. There was, we're looking. But, again, third and 14 from Carney. What are you looking for? Screen, counter, bootleg. Tanner Johnson on the punt. It's going to be a low-line drive kick, trying to angle it out of bounds. He's going to get about 10, 12 yards, maybe even 15 yards a roll inside the 20 to about the 15-yard line. That's going to be a 40-yard punt. And no return. So with one and a half minutes, right at 1.30 to go here in the first quarter, Kearney 3, Bellevue West nothing on KXPN Kearney, Amherst, Riverdale, and the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can check out our internet streaming at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Don't forget Kearney Catholic and Minden on Power 99 right now. Back to action here. A little toss sweep to the right side, looking for some room as Richardson. He gets across the 20. He's drugged down at the 22-yard line. Going to host the Bearcats over there, trying to track him down. 
Just a very simple toss sweep for about seven, eight yards there. You know, look for, you know, Millard West really were able to run the ball on Carney last week. Um, you know, it isn't their mantra, but look for Bellevue West maybe to try to get a little bit of a run game going here. Ethan Kowalik over there after a gain of seven. So it'll be second down and three. Look for a swing pass out in the flat again to Ducker, and he is hit as soon as he catches it at the 21-yard line, and Dugua is on him. It's a loss of two. Yeah, well, well coached there. They, they, those guys are really recognizing those, those flat screens, uh, really recognize that horizontal passing game. They're coming up hard. It might be a situation where Bellevue, Bellevue West is going to give a little pump fake and go in that some situation, uh, see if the safety can catch safety cheated up a little bit. Carney didn't get a very good spot there. It's almost back to the 23-yard line. And Ducker, uh, for Riley Ducker, his butt was sitting on a 21, and now we get penalty flags again. And we may have an infraction on the Bearcats. The side judge shows offsides. That sometimes can be on the offense. But let's see what the official says, and that would be enough for a first down, whether they marked him in a bad spot or not. And Carney with their first deal. penalty of the ball game. Five yards offside, three five-yard penalties so far. For Bellevue West, that'll be their fourth first down. Never like a, a, a five-yard penalty when it's third and three and have a chance to get off the field. You hate that, uh, giving them a free free first down. Carney Catholics found the end zone on homecoming, 7-0 over Minden. Sutton taking the first score on St. Cecilia, 7-0. First and 10, trips to the right side. Looking that way, going to throw the first deep ball of the ball game, looking for speed, and what a catch at the 35 to the 30-yard line, Jordan all over him was Jack Dahlgren. He might have even tipped the football, but Bellevue West has their first big play of the game. Big athlete, or, or small athlete, but great athlete just making a play, going up and getting the ball and fighting for it. That's uh, the first chunk play from Bellevue West. That's a 45-yard completion, and that will bring us to the end of the first quarter of play. It's the rematch of last year's state quarterfinal. Carney High leading Bellevue West after one quarter of play, 3 to nothing. but the Thunderbirds are in business again at the Bearcat 28-yard line when we get the second quarter going after Experience this. matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Carney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Doug Dudamani, Kratzenstein back with you here at Kearney High. After a 45-yard completion, they're going to send Richardson out of the backfield. He's covered, so they throw a little completed pass inside the 15-yard line to Caden Helms. He'll turn to the 10 and step out of bounds at the 9. That's going to be an 18-yard completion. And in the red zone for the first time, Bellevue West. Carney leading it 3-0. Boy, that's a well-thrown ball by quarterback uh, Luke Johansson there. Timing route over on a flag. Uh, he saw that short receiver was covered and went there, and it was very nicely done. First, First and goal. goal at the nine. 
L.J. Richardson flanking his quarterback to the left. They'll hand it to him going from left to right. He'll get to the six and be brought down there. A gain of three, second down and goal. Yeah, just try to run a little little semi-zone play there uh, with the big guy and well played by the run defense from the Carney Bearcats. So it'll be second down. Let's see if we get another little toss sweep, jet sweep, that inside handoff, whatever you want to call it. Got one-on-one coverage out to the wide side of the field, and it's going to be a quarterback. Oh, it's a wildcat, and yep. Richardson goes right in. L.J. Richardson took the direct snap, goes off right guard, and walks into the end zone, and Bellevue West takes the lead on a six-yard touchdown run by Richardson. That's a that's a Bellevue West classic going wildcat inside the 10-yard line, L.J. Richardson. Uh, pretty tough to stop out of that wildcat when they have an extra blocker. They've started that way back when with Jalen Bradley, did it with uh, – the Drucker boys, and, of course, Richardson uh, did it for them last year as well. Uh, pretty successful inside the 10-yard line offensive package. 76-yard drive. Brown has made all 22 of his extra points, and now he has made number 23. A six-yard touchdown run by L.J. Richardson, our five-points bank touchdown with 11.07 to go in the first half. Bellevue West 7 and Carney 3 here on Power 99. Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. Central Hydraulic Systems and Equipment Company is your local and regional source for hydraulic sales, service, and repair. Located in Kearney at 1841 Avenue H. Good luck to all area student-athletes from Central Hydraulic Systems. Make every day better with a hot spring spa from Detterdings. Picture your family in a hot spring hot tub with crystal clear, fresh water salt system, all feeling silky smooth. Financing available with approved credit. Detterdings, Kearney, and Grand Island or at Detterdings.com. Choose better things at Detterdings. It's a quality of life. Many cars that were new and bare frame in alignment of Carney started in business are now classics. And the family that has owned bare frame and alignment over those 60 years knows that taking care of their customers' cars is just like taking care of their families. Trust them with your car. Bareframeandalignment.com. All right, Bellevue West now ready to boot it away here with Hunter Brown after getting on the board of the first minute. Of the second quarter of play, 7-3 here at Kearney on ESPN Tri-Cities. The kick is a high pooch kick. Kearney High will come up and take it at about the 13-yard line, 15-20. Miller cuts back, has some room, 25-30, and finally tripped up at the 37-yard line. That's beautiful, patient running, and then he found a seam and picked up 15 more. And we've got a Bearcat That's slow Miller. to get up. That's Miller. And when you got some big boys rolling up on you, he is down on a knee. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Takes his helmet off and is going to walk to the sidelines here. He's kind of creaking his neck here like he got uh, turned on in the pile there and maybe got rolled up, got his neck under his shoulders and rolled up on there because by the time Wes got him, there were three special teamers to make the tackle. But Carney High will take over at their 38-yard line. Trailing 7-3. to three. Off to Dutenhofer off the right side, trying to go with a little power, but there's nothing there. 
Carney High's running statistics in four games, Monty, just haven't been good. Uh, Miller actually leads them as the running back. Weiss had a couple of nice plays, but they are not going to be grinding out 100-150 yard rushers. And, and unfortunately, so much of their offense is predicated on being able to run the ball with play action and other other sort of things. So as you can see, kind of what 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 they need to get better at. Uh, it's going to be second down and 11 as they lost a yard on that inside run play. Jack Dahlgren splits out wide to the near side and faked the handoff. Quick slant right on the numbers and popped as he catches it as Myers, but he spins at the 45 and goes six more yards into West Territory at the 49-yard line. Max Myers got popped and he held on for a 12-yard gain. Donovan Whitfield safety there had it, had it measured and got him pretty good, but just absolutely forgot to uh, do anything with his arms on that, and uh, Max Meyer made a nice play. Nice spin move, absorbed the contact, and got a first down out of that uh, that play. Well-thrown ball, quick slant from uh, Riley Miller. To I think Max Miller might have got hit on that play, too. He was kind of running back out to the huddle a little different. Four wide. And Dutenhofer is in the backfield again. They'll look at the defense. Now check over with the sideline. Still plenty of time on a play clock. Twins. Left and right, right in the middle of the football field. Miller, hitch and go. Now has pressure from the right side. He's sacked. Couldn't get away. Coming in there again is big number 90, Arden Jenkins, and he drops him back at the 46-yard line. It'll be a loss of five, maybe six yards on the play. It's going to be a loss of six. One of the problems there was the fact that, that Bell West went man coverage in the secondary, and, and they were all locked in. They weren't going for any sort of uh, fake, even even with a pump fake on the, on the pass. They had their eyes glued on their receivers, which they needed to, and uh, they took away the initial receiver. Uh, Riley had to scramble a little bit and, and didn't have enough time as he didn't have enough blockers to block all the, the rest of the Bellevue West defenders. So second 16 from their own 45. It's going to be an empty backfield this time. Miller going to go with the middle screen. One-hand catch for a short gain out to midfield by Hudson Bertrand. The big boy put up the left hand and hauled it in in the middle of that swarm of Thunderbirds. It's going to be a gain of five. Third down and 11. There's a lot of bodies all together at that middle screen. Uh, Bellevue West did not do quite as good a job of reading that one as they did the previous one, but the linebackers did, and there's a lot of traffic. Great catch by Bertrand to get a, get a few yards there. Going to be third down 11 from the 50-yard line, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of what kind of play Brandon Cool calls here with a third down long. WS 7, Carney 3, eight and a half to go in the second quarter of play. Dutenhofer stays in, three wide, and has the double tied in. It's going to be trouble here for Miller and nowhere to go. I think there was a busted play there. They were going to look at that kind of that option pass. He faked that quick pitch over the right-hand side. It looked kind of awkward, but he was trying to get somebody free after on the play-action fake. And, uh, again, Bellevue West Secondary were locked and loaded, and there was nobody there. So twice on that drive, they were looking for some sort of a, a deep ball. Uh, Bellevue West not biting. And uh, they have to take a sack. So Tanner Johnson into punt for the second time. TK Barnett ready to return it if he gets a chance. And Johnson to get a low line drive kick. He's going to come up and take it out of the air at the 18 yard line. Fumble the football. Kearney is on it. Got it. At the 26 yard line, it just slid right out of his hand with no contact. He was trying to switch hands, mm -hmm. and the Bearcats come off the bottom of the pile with it. Yeah, absolutely great. Great coverage there. Uh, made him change directions as he is changing directions. He's trying to go from the right hand to the left hand. 
The ball popped out there and a heads-up play. I didn't see who recovered it. but I'll uh, tell you who recovered it. Jacob Ransdell came out of there and jumped on the football, and the Bearcats have it at the 26-yard line. Yeah, that's a, big, that, that's a big play. First down from the 26 now for the Bearcats. A little bit of momentum right here. All right, first down and 10. First big play of the ball game here. Bearcats will hand it off to Weiss, going from right to left, has some room inside the 25, gets to the 22-yard line. It'll be a game of four, only the second carry for Parker Weiss. Weiss did a nice job of following blockers there. Didn't have anything open initially and kind of waited and waited. And then just surged forward. He's a big, strong back. It's pretty hard for high school kids to tackle one-on-one without him falling forward. So give yourself a chance on, on second down. You know, winning first down is so important for this Carney. Bearcat offense as they don't have a tremendous amount of big playability. they got to keep in touch with the chains. How great that was. A couple kids that only play special teams were big on that play. Oh. Miller has an open receiver cutting down the seam and overthrew in Dugua. Got and then we're going to get a roughing the passer. Yep. Yep. That was now there. They, they faked that inside dive and they had Dugua down open wide open down the field. Very poor throw by Riley Miller. Overthrew him by quite a bit. But Got bailed out as the Bellevue West defender was way too aggressive, threw Riley Miller down, and Riley Miller made sure the referee saw that, and uh, flag comes out. So that's an automatic first down. Well, Miller has had defensive pressure all night. He actually might have had another second there to throw the ball because Dugan was so wide open, just any kind of air under it. But he's so used to having to throw some line drives here last week and this week with the pressure. But uh, Carney gets a uh, half the distance to the goal penalty, first and 10 at the eleven. Got, got a chance there. You got to take advantage of these breaks. Uh, again, got to win first down here. So first down in the red zone for the first time for the Bearcats. They've got a 44-yard field goal from Dakin, a six-yard run for Richardson of Bellevue West, but they just fumbled the football. Carney trying to take it in first and 10 at the 11. Weiss in the option. It's going to be Miller. Late pitch to Weiss. He gets a little bit right down the sideline inside the 10 to the 9. They're even going to take another step. Get him to the eight-yard line, so he does get three. Just nowhere to run, but still found a way to get three out of the play. Miller knew that there was nowhere to cut up for him. Yeah, pretty good flow by the Bellevue West offense, and right right after he pitched, Riley Miller, the quarterback, took a pretty good shot. He wasn't real happy with, but it was perfectly legal shot. Uh, got the ball to his wide to his uh, wide back there on the pitch, but now it's going to be uh, second down and seven. Got three yards on the play. Split out wide to the right is going to be Braden Anderson. In the slot in Dugua, they'll send Myers in motion left to right, giving them trips that side. They'll run it to the other side again. Option, late pitch behind Weiss. Does a good job just to secure it. It probably would have went out of bounds, but he gets another yard up to the seven-yard line and all kinds of pressure in there for Bellevue West. You've got Jacob Stevenson. You've got Nathan Hensley. And then coming out of the defensive backfield to help out was Jaden Roberts. And there you see, short for two plays in a row, we've had a short side option. There must be some numbers advantages that they have over there. The problem is the Bellevue West defense is just flowing so well. Play does take a long time, so uh, very difficult when you're on the short side there when the play takes so long to not get caught up by that pursuit. Travis Hines, just a sophomore over here <laughs> at the uh, safety position. It'll be third down. And six at the seven. Weiss, slant, right side. Threw it too quick. Miller did get back in there. I think I said Weiss. Miller throwing the slant, obviously, and led him too much. And now Carney probably has to look at taking the three points here. They know that they have to score some touchdowns, especially when they're giving it to them. Had room over there. 
If they ran the same play, maybe it. it works. They're going for it here. That's kind of that's kind of an interesting move, and we'll talk about that after after this play. Uh, interesting move, why he did he did this. Well, they're going to hustle up to the line. Let's see if they try to hard count him and then use a timeout. But there's all kinds of time here. Fourth and six at the seven. Good Looking call. over to the sideline, Coach Cool. Yeah, I think they're going to use the whole clock and call timeout. Good call. Well, they're not going to use the whole clock, but they are going to call the timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Hanging with you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. ENT Physicians taking care of you. 6.48 to go in the second quarter. It's Bellevue S7, Kearney 3 here on ESPN Radio. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Doug Duda, along with Monty Kratzenstein, back with you here at Foster Field. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue and the crew for their hospitality. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats. We'll look at the scores from around the area. Carney Catholic leading Minden 14 to nothing, And out of the uh, timeout, Monty, they're going to go for it. Nope, nope. they're going to bring out the field goal unit. That's the right thing to do. Well, you think it's the right thing to do. <laughs> from the left hash, a 24-yarder for Dakin. Snap good, hold good. Dakin pops that one up in the air, and it is good. So with 6.43 to go here in the second quarter, the Bearcats got a first down on a roughing the passer after Bellevue West fumbled it, so West really kind of helped them out here with the three points, but the Bearcats couldn't get in. 6.43 to go in quarter number two. It's Bellevue West 7, Carney 6 here on ESPN. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory train technician are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Don't panic when you're locked out. Call the Lockmobile, emergency lockout service for commercial and residential property. Full-service locksmith makes original keys for your classic old or new vehicle. One call unlocks them all. 308-234-2177 or stop in 1015 Central Avenue, Kearney. Five stations. 1230 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN, Kearney. The Breeze, 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio, local sports, your music. Doug Dudamani Kratzenstein from Foster Field in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, and the boot is away. A high driving kick that is right at the goal line and not able to return it. And looking over at the referee is Davon Hall. Well, Davon was he forgot, straddling he, he the forgot line. The, he forgot the high school rules, but he's watched a lot of college football. Yeah. He thought you can just take away and take it out. And again, Probably could have put his tiptoes out, caught it up around his head. Uh, they fumbled the opening kickoff into the end zone. So first and ten here for Bellevue West. And Carney, let's see if they can come up with another stop. 
Remember, the Bearcats will get the ball to start the third quarter, get a stop here. You're in that get it last, maybe in the second and first in the third. Some confusion in the backfield, but Richardson now finds a hole, and he's got room 30, 40. Nobody's going to catch him. L.J. Richardson is going to go all the way to the end zone for an 80-yard touchdown. That that play was set up because of uh, numbers. So uh, Carney High was in the two-deep two safety. They had five guys in the box. And Bellevue West had six guys, and everybody put a hat on a guy, and Richardson hit the crease, and goodbye. It looked early like that was going to be bottled up. I mean, he was just trying to find a little spot over on the right end and did a little stutter step, and then the seas parted, and you knew once he got into the secondary, his speed was going to bring it home. An 80-yard touchdown run brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And that's some of the, the challenges of four-wide set is you got to put guys out there, and you, if you go one safety, they're going to have an extra guy there as well. So tough deal. Kearney oh. comes through, and did they block it? But we had flags. Oh, they blocked the extra point. Might have got in a little early there. Parker Weiss shooting the gap. And again, there's the yin and the yang. Carney High almost had a blocked punt earlier in the ball game. And offsides, they'll do it again. And now you may see him go for two. You know, Bellevue West used to, last year, went for two. And two years ago, went for two every time. They didn't have a kicker. Obviously, they found a kicker at some point. But um, kind of talking over, I, I can't tell. If, I think they kicker, got their yep, offense Yeah, in kicker there. went off the field. Here we go. So Richardson in They're there looks cat. like a wildcat sure. again. So. Open it up, try to follow the big guys. Mike O'Reilly Ducker is the end on the right side. Three wideouts. Richardson takes the snap, runs right up the middle, and they shove the line into the end zone. That's an easy two-point conversion for L.J. Richardson. So with six and a half to go now in the second quarter, Bellevue West makes it a two-possession game because of that. It's 15-6 to six here on ESPN Radio. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And ready to boot it away again here is going to be Hunter Brown. And Brown sends one down there that, again, is returnable, taking it about the 18-yard line, trying to change his direction 20-25, up to the 30-35, to and down to the 40, maybe to the 41-yard line. So well done. the pooch punt not really doing what they want. The return that time by the up man, Sam Liming. And it'll be first down and 10 for Carney High. You can see some, some, some a little bit of uh, chinks in the armor of uh, – Bellevue West with their with their kicking game. Their uh, kicker has not been overly strong uh, throughout the season, and there you see their kick coverage. What well, hasn't been real great considering the amount of athletes that they have out there. 
Now uh, we have a lot of time left uh, in this second quarter. So Carney will start at their own 40-yard line. First down and 10, trailing 15 to 6. 6.24 to go. Miller over the middle of the field. There is a completion to Bertrand inside the 50 to Bellevue West side of the field to the 47-yard line. Kind of the same thing they ran with Ndugwa that he overthrew early, but a first down here for the Bearcats. Absolutely same play. A little play action, stuck the ball out, make it look like they're doing it. Do it, hand the ball off to get the linebackers to move forward, and those two deep safeties uh, were split by the receiver. Well-thrown ball there by Riley Miller, and uh, a nice play to get the first down. Got a gain of 12, and it looks like we have a player go down here for Bellevue West. And then getting up and trotting off the field is Caden Camise. First you thought maybe he had cramped up, and I think uh, they just didn't get the right personnel, so he took the dive. But uh, he popped right back up. I was don't know what the, happened. I was there. looking at the grassy knoll the way he went down. Yeah. I, was, I was looking. <laughs> First and 10 now. Miller, quick little out here. Complete to Caden at the 44 and does a shake and bake and steps out of bounds at around the 40. They're going to give him the 39-yard line, so that will bring up second down and one. Good recognition by the offense there as that cornerback was about eight yards deep and was started his backpedal. And Riley Miller just threw it out there, flipped it out there to Caden Miller, and that's a – uh, that's an easy nine yards uh, there on this left-hand side. Those two have hooked up a ton so far this year. A majority of the touchdowns between those two. Miller has 369 yards receiving. Fake that. Now going to go down the sideline. All kinds of contact pass interference. Yeah, they got him. They got the defensive back to bite. They ran the same little look like they were going to throw the same pass, and then he just took off on a go route, and the interference on Jalen Avant will be a first down here for Carney. And it's interesting where a lot of times you'll see coaches up in the booth see see how, how much somebody's jumping something and say, hey, we got to go back to that. Well, they went back to that the, the very next play because they'd, he'd been soft at the play before, got yelled at by his coaches, decided he's going to play a little bit tougher, and uh, had got him on the uh, hitch and go and uh, the second first down of this drive. And now, now said Carney with 550 has a little something going uh, to on, their, on the 24-yard line at Bellevue West. Second quarter, Omaha West side leading Grand Island 7-0. Seward over Hastings 17-0. Aurora over York 21-0. McCook gets an RBI double to take a 2-0 <laughs> lead over Lexington. And Northwest at home leading Scotts Bluff 14-7. Those are in the second quarter. We'll try and get you a few more. First down and 10, they'll mark it at the 24. Here comes pressure, option to the short side. Miller kept it a late Oklahoma pitch. Parker Weiss dropped it, and Bellevue West covers it. It bounces off the turf, but did we have penalty flags before the play began? Doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like it. They're pointing, their officials are pointing in the direction. Bellevue West covered that pitch. Really, really late pitch here, but it uh, looks like they're having a little discussion. White Hat and the umpire having a little discussion here. Preston Ames covered it at the 20, and it looks like West, the way they're action, we got a chop block, and this is going to be Bellevue West football. Carney turns it over for the first time. So that was an interesting play where they ran an option to the short side of the field again. Riley Miller uh, kept it till the very last minute, actually cut up, kept it, got hit, and threw a really late pitch. It actually was a pretty good pitch. Hit Parker Weiss light, right in the hands. But I don't think he was really expecting. He, his eyes were looking up. Uh, went off his chest, and Bellevue West recovered the football. Pretty pretty, pretty tough first uh, turnover for Carney there when they were in uh, almost in the red zone. Well, they'll take over at the 20. They just busted an 80-yarder. 
And this is where Carney's got to come up with a stop now. Look how many people are, a few people are in the box for Carney High. Trips to the left side. The quarterback is going to run option. He's going to keep it for about three yards as Luke Johansson, his third carry of the football game for nine yards out to the 23, maybe the 24 yard line. It is 15 to 6, Bellevue West leading Carney. Carney getting two field goals from Dakin, 44 and 24. But they have fumbled at the 20, and they recovered a fumble at the 28 that led to that second field goal. Second down, Richardson taken back by the quarterback. Joe Hansen spins, makes a man miss. He's into the secondary at the 30. He's to the 35, and he's gang tackle at the 39. The ball did come loose, but I do not see a beanbag. Yes, he did. There you go. Carney High's got it. (laughs) Carney High has gotten it back, and off the bottom of the pile is Caden Miller after a nice run out to the 39-yard line. That was a 15-yard gain. But they fumble the football away. Johansson isn't exactly the fleetest of foot. He's making a lot of moves there, and I think he might have broke about. He's one of those guys, if he goes 80 yards, he might break about 27 tackles because people are going to get multiple shots at him. <laughs> <laughs> a guy came in from behind as he was making about his third little hitch move and uh, knocked the ball out. And uh, on the on their toes, the defensive secondary, the ball came loose and dove on it. Now it's going to be with five minutes left in the half. Carney high ball in W West territory. Well, Carney another opportunity on the second Thunderbird turnover. Miller, nobody in the backfield, throws over the middle, and it's in and out of the hands of an open Braden Anderson at the 25-yard line. Ah, it's a tough deal. That's, and that's well a great throw ball. by Miller. Yeah, well-thrown ball, well-designed play. Uh, Carney High's fa- found a little bit of that uh, inside seam between the hashes. Uh, they're occupying that safety with, with some of the outside action, and uh, they're finding that spot in there. We found him a couple different times, and they've overthrown him a couple times. That time, the ball was right in the breadbasket. Didn't look like Braden picked it up real quick, maybe out of the lights. It was on him pretty quick, and uh, unfortunately, an incomplete pass. There's always crossing the middle, keeping your eyes on who's going to be trying to track you down. Second out and 10. And Miller fakes the handoff. Same play, and there's some contact trying to get it to Myers. He didn't get off the line quite as quick as he wanted, and it's incomplete. Got around the same play of just more on the hash than down the middle, and it's going to be third and ten. Well, it's pretty easy to see up here where they want to attack. Uh, it's just a matter of that execution. It's a well, well-designed play. Uh, it just needs to be executed just a little bit better. Uh, you see the open spot. We'll see it, what kind of adjustments Bellevue West makes in the second half to that. But uh, Carney, when they have open receivers, really need to take advantage of it. The last two plays, they haven't. Carney high, third and ten. The ball will be at the 38-yard line of Bellevue West. Miller, empty backfield, rolls to his left. Sets, throws out here in the flat. It's picked off as he overthought uh, in Dugua. It's going to be picked off by Ames, 30, 35 down the right sideline, 40. And then he's going to be thrown down. And he started to reach for a flag but didn't. And now the last minute and a half has been a turnover fest. It's Christmas. And uh, we'll say just poor throw. Just poor throw there. I'll I'll go ahead and say it. Riley Miller uh, didn't really have a wide receiver that was open out there and just kind of chucked it and hoped a little bit and uh, right into the hands of Bellevue West. So Ames recovered the fumble. Now he comes up with the INT at the 46-yard line of Bellevue West. First down and 10. So after all this, they're still moving that way. Back to pass, looking out here in the flat, and it is another nice catch into Carney territory at the 45 to the 43-yard line is Devon Hall. Devon Hall, short gain. It won't be enough for a first down where they're marking it, or will it be? Whoa, 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 whoa. They did move the football forward. Our side judge over here was standing at the 45. They're going to mark the ball up 
at about the 43-yard line. So that's going to be a gain of 11 on the play. First down and 10 for Bellevue West. Going quick, setting in the pocket, throwing it deep down the right side, and overshooting his intended target, T.K. Barnett. Dahlgren on the coverage. You can see ever since that uh, running game from Bellevue West, which uh, gained a little bit of momentum with that long run, Carney has had a very difficult time getting any pressure at all on Johansson. He's had a lot of time to throw those balls, a lot of time for those receivers to uh, run their different routes. He's been able to go from one one receiver to the secondary pretty easily. You're listening to KXPN Carney. PlatteRiverPreps.com, second down and 10, Bell West. Richardson gets it off the right hash again. Weiss jumps on his back, but not until he gets down to the 36-yard line, a gain of seven. Yeah, it'll be a third down short here. Bellevue West still in the hurry up. Looks like uh, they're going to go wildcat here as the quarterback, Johansson, comes out to the far right side. L.J. Richardson will be the lone man of the backfield, still twins to the right. Well, they actually throw the quarterback out there, as you said. I thought he just ran off the field. Richardson on third and three. Straight off the right guard, big hole, 35-30. Into the secondary, here comes a holding flag, 25, down to the 20-yard line, but the referee, right when he cut up the field, he throws it at the 30, so that's about seven yards up the field. And that'll be penalty number six of the ball game. Three big-time penalties here in the second quarter, 10, 11, 15 yards. So you're going to get credit here for a six-yard run for Richardson. And then they'll move it back to about the 40-yard line. And it'll be third down and six. No doubt on that one as both the umpire and the referee saw that holding right there kind of at the point of attack. Enabled Richardson to uh, to break through that initial line of scrimmage. 3.52 to go in the first half. Bellevue West 15, Carney 6. But Carney has had numerous opportunities. Then West comes up with two turnovers themselves. Each team with two turnovers here. And three straight within about 90 seconds. In Bellevue West territory. A little timeout here. Oh, there were two penalties there, Monty. We had a hold, and then we had a chop block, it looks like. So it's going to be even a little farther to go. That ball is marked all the way back at the 50-yard line, and so that will bring up third down and 16 instead of third down and 6. So they took the chop block instead of the hold. Chop block is 15 yards. I did not see that. Uh, that's what the second flag was. I thought they called a hold, but they called the receiver from coming out in and going below the waist. Timeout on the field brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 3.52 to go in the first half, and it's Bellevue West leading Kearney 15-6. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Kearney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. All right, it'll be officially third down and 17 yards to go here for Bellevue West. The ball marked right at midfield. And the quarterback, Johansson, takes the snap. Three-step drop, looking deep left side. Now throws underneath. It's complete at the 40-yard line and breaking an ankle tackle, but not quite getting the first down. As Davon Hall, he'll get a couple more at the 38, but now Bellevue West is probably in that go-for-it yeah. area. They're too far away to try a field goal. On the 45-yard line. 40. Yep, inside the 40. Yeah, about 39-yard line, absolutely. So it's going to be fourth down and about six. 
And uh, they took another timeout here as they want to make sure to stop the clock. It's three minutes and 27 seconds left in the half. Interesting using that. I know they want to discuss uh, what they're going to do here, but uh, if they don't get it, that leaves Carney some pretty good time. And if they do get it, they could have let another 40 seconds run off the clock and not be in trouble. So that's the story. While we do that, uh, let's go ahead and keep it here, our ENT timeout, and take a look at some of the scores that we have for you with most of our games setting in the second quarter. You can follow along at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Omaha Westside now up on Grand Island, 14 to nothing. Kearney Catholic leading Minden 27 to nothing on Power 99. How about this? Kozad and Holdridge are tied at the half, 7-7. Second quarter, St. Paul leading Fillmore Central by a score of 7 to nothing. So Bellevue West, fourth down, six, at the Kearney 39-yard line, leading it 15 to six. They've got trips to the wide side, single to the left. And Johansson looking left the entire way, a little hitch pass, and it's going to be complete at the 30-yard line, and that's enough for a first down. Not much you can do about that. Tanner Johnson, one-on-one out there against that receiver. He runs a real hard hitch route right uh, past the first down. Tanner's in his back pedal, can't react soon enough, and that's that's an automatic first down there. Nice pitch and catch. That's going to be a gain of nine, and it was to Riley Ducker. Now a little shovel pass, and Carney's ready. They tried to go quick, and the shovel pass is smelt good. Parker Weiss is in there again on the tackle. Yep, he's a good good, good football player, good high school football player. And, you know, the one thing, Johansson is not a big running threat, so that inside, kind of that inside option where he looks like an option, he pitched it to the inside, wasn't real effective. They continue to go real quick here out of the Uh-oh. play. Johansson hands it off Richardson. Richardson breaks a tackle inside the 25. He gets to the 20-yard line, and he's going to have enough for the first down. Yeah, that was inside zone play there. They had him outnumbered again. Again, that's the danger of Bellevue West with their four wide receivers. You can't put a whole lot of guys in the box. They're going to mark the ball at the 16-yard line. First down and 10. Some confusion in the Kearney defense. Jets sweep. They'll go inside handoff again. Richardson, he hurdles the pile and gets to about the 12-yard line. 124 yards unofficially for Richardson. He's done it on nine carries, but he had the 80-yard touchdown run. Clock's running, 2.15 left in the, in the half. Uh, Bellevue West has one timeout left. And plenty of time here. They're down at the 12. Second down. Again, they put Johansson in the pistol. Richardson to his right. Send the lone man in motion from left to right. They fake the pitch, want to throw the tight end again, and Got he's it. wide open. Touchdown, Micah Riley-Ducker. <laughs> Yeah, that's that that that's tough matchup over there by that on that on that cornerback. Uh, you've got a, a six six tight end over there that has a tremendous amount of speed, running a flag pattern, and he gets to the inside leverage and then breaks it to the outside. Perfectly timed pass from the from Johansson out there to. Uh, it was Hines. I I said Ducker. They were both over there, but it was Helms. actually uh, Helms. Caden yep. Helms hauls it in. First time he's been targeted this half. So here's the extra point kick. It's pooched up, and it is going to be good. Our five points bank touchdown, a 12-yard pass from Luke Johansson to Caden Helms. And with 157 to go in the first half, Bellevue West now leads it 22-6 here on ESPN Radio. In this moment, who has your back? 
Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Well, a 46-yard drive capped off by a 12-yard touchdown pass. And Carney High, who's got some pretty good returns here, will once again stand back and see if they can get a return here with uh, Miller or Ruling. Caden's had a couple of nice ones as Hunter Brown puts the ball on the tee right in the middle of the football field and approaches. Kick again is a short pooch kit coming up to take it at the 13-yard line. Miller again, 20. Seam 25-30. Down the left sideline, 40. Into West Territory, and he runs out of real estate. Then he's tackled out of bounds. There's 15 more yards. Uh-oh. Carney, uh-oh. We're going to get a double penalty. One yeah, of the Carney kids on the sideline retaliated as the tackle out of bounds by the kicker, Hunter Brown. Gosh dang it. And you're going to get offsetting penalties. Carney could have had the ball inside the 30. It's still going to be great spot here, but a little emotion there on the well, football field. Well, that's that's too bad because you get a penalty, you get your guy tackled out of bounds. It wasn't a, it wasn't really a cheap shot. He just got tackled, and all of a sudden your, your your starting quarterback is over there right in front and gives the guy a shove for doing it, and there's your your offsetting penalty. So that's that's too bad. That's where you got to control your emotions. Got to relax a little bit, and you know that, that, that that's a big play. So the officials discussing what will happen here. I would think this would be pretty. Well, I, I think, I think, yeah, I think it'd be 15 one way, 15 the other way is, is, is kind of, yeah, what you got. So where he went out of bounds is a, probably where Carney High is going to get the ball is what I would imagine. It's going to be around the 43. So let's find out. Our referee says personal foul defense, personal foul offense, offset. We're all, they're not throwing anybody we're out. All, we're, all, we're all over that, aren't we, Doug? Yeah. yeah. So first down and 10, and they'll trot the ball out to the hash. And deciding that they're going to put it at the 38, 37. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, they don't know where to put it. Well, we got a guy. <laughs> One guy had it marked over here at the 43. And then the umpire takes the ball over to the 37. And they were like, this is not quite right. So now they got the ball switched around. I think they got it figured out. All right. Whole Let's lot of discussion, Whole lot of discussion over nothing right there, isn't it? This is pretty big right here for Carney High. Absolutely. I mean. You, you, you got to get points. Three would would really help. You want to get into the end zone. You want to show that you can put some touchdowns on the board here. But again, Carney High will get the ball to start the third quarter of play, and they have been consistently in Bellevue West territory and only have six points to show for it on two James Dakin field goals. And after it being seven to six, back to back touchdowns by Bellevue West now makes it twenty two to six. Empty. So Carney's going to go five wide here. Let's see if they try something. Now they're going to put Weiss back in the backfield. Miller takes the snap, hands it to Weiss around the right end. Good block out there. He'll turn the corner but just can't get to the edge. That was a great block by Evan Poland, the right guard, but there's just too much speed to try and get to the edge for Carney High. My it's going to be no games. My goodness. Uh, is that Caden Helms? Is that number three, Caden Helms, that came up? That So he is playing some defense there. 
Number number well, two. Well, there's two and three. Yeah, there's so. three that came up there. Kaiser's that's that, that, that's your kid's good. going to Oklahoma, by the way. He came up and laid the wood. A fumble in the backfield. Miller dropped the football. And they'll lose back to the 49, a loss of six. Yeah, the snap was about ankle high, and uh, instead of fielding the clean, Caden kind of kind of took a step to his left and fumbled it, and then just had to fall on it. So now all of a sudden, uh, a very promising drive that started out looking like it was pretty good. Now all of a sudden, you're down third and 15. Uh, 50 seconds to go here. Yep. They get one shot. See if they can keep the drive alive. Miller, quarterback draw, finds some room on the left side, makes a man miss at the 45. Going to be hit and brought down at the 43-yard line. It sure seemed like he ran a long way, and all he's able to do is get back the yardage that they lost, plus a couple on the scramble. And we do have a timeout on the field. I think Bellevue West elected to use it here. It will be their final timeout. They finally do put the sticks down at the 42-yard line, so it is a gain of seven. Stops the clock with 32 seconds to go. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Doug Dudamani Krasenstein with you on this Friday night. Coming up will be the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Kearney's not close enough to go for it here. Punt this baby in the end zone and without a timeout to try to take your chances. But the story of the football game is the opportunities that Kearney has had here and then one big 80-yard touchdown run by L.J. Richardson. Yep, absolutely. And you know, when you're going to, uh, if you're going to upset a team, you have to take advantage of opportunities. You don't want to turn the ball over, and then also when you have guys running clean down the field, uh, you want to be able to catch it or else uh, put it on them. And then that's happened two or three times where they weren't able to do that, and uh, thus there you have a 16-point deficit. But they, you know, really, Carney High has played pretty well. You have to feel pretty decent about what you've got going as of right now. You've given up that one, one big play. Uh, but other than that, you know, you've played pretty solid defense as well. So now Tanner Johnson, I assume, will drop back to punt the ball away. Spotted at the 42 of Bellevue West, going back to maybe return to T.K. Barnett. Fumbled it the last time in a situation like this. But Johnson shouldn't even be trying to kick it down the middle. Even if he kicks a 15-yard punt and it goes out of bounds, that would be good enough for Carney. Snap a little low, it bounced to him, pressure coming, and he does kick it right to him at the 12. He bobbles it to the 15, 20. He'll be stood up there. There's Ransdell again. He's trying to rip the ball free, still bringing him down at the 23-yard line. Ransdell recovered the fumble last time, and there he tried to strip it out of his hands, which would have been a great job. And finally, after about three dipsy-doo old twist ruse <laughs> over there like a square dance. He brings him down to the ground. That's a good play by Ransell. Had him around the waist, was trying, trying to bat the ball and get the ball. Meanwhile, he was still trying to fight for yardage. Didn't have a whole lot of help there, but uh, ended up making the tackle. So 26 seconds left. Bellevue West has the ball on their own 24-yard line. Not a lot of – and a timeout going to be called here by Brandon Cool. He came Oops. sprinting down the field. You're missing a guy? And that might be the case uh, coming off the sideline over here. Is, they, had ten, they had 10 guys. Yeah, one of the Bearcats a little late. I think they're trying to get maybe Zach Watson. Is that who that is over there? We'll, we'll double-check the number. But uh, timeout again on the field. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us. Specializing in you. little surprised how little time that play actually took. Yeah, it didn't take didn't take very long. It was Sam Liming who is... Uh, who they were kind of waiting on there. They looked around. They saw they had uh, 10 guys to 11. Bellevue West offense is hard enough to stop with 11 guys, and with 10, that was that was not good, looking good. Unfortunately, they had a timeout to use, 
Uh, Carney still has one, but uh, Brandon Cool ran how down. How loud it was down here in the Carney High uh, <laughs> coaches box. Timeout! Timeout! We only got ten. We only uh, got Brand, ten. Brandon, Brandon isn't quite as quick as he was, you know, twenty years ago. But that, he showed a little quickness getting that timeout call. All right. Looks like they're going to empty the backfield and go five wide here. Will Johansson take a shot? No timeouts. Sets in the pocket, steps up, has some pressure. He's flushed and has to run. Has room, 30, 35, 40, 45, and runs out of bounds. That's a huge chunk there to stop the clock with 18 seconds to go. Something that Bellevue West likes to do, I don't know if they use it at the end of this half or not, but they like to run those crossing patterns, and they like to catch it and flip it. Uh, I've seen them do that two or three times over the last two or three years in late game or late half situations. Again, no timeouts. Carney just needs to tackle him inbounds here or force an incompletion or two. Five wide again, first and ten at their own 45. No timeouts, 18 seconds. Johansson back to pass. Left sideline, his receiver slipped, and the ball sails over the head of Davon Hall. But they're finding some seams now, more seams than they were early on, Monty, 13 seconds. Yep, and, and, and Carney is really in a prevent type of defense. They're rushing three, sitting eight back. Uh, Five in the second level, and then three deep. Maybe six in the second level, three deep. So uh, got a safety about 30 yards off the football as well. Got to keep them in front of you. Second and ten, but that's not the deal. 13 seconds. Johansson back to pass again. Plenty of time in the pocket. Now flush. Nowhere to run. He's going to be hit from behind. Still hasn't been brought down, and then finally he is, and that will bring us to the end of the half. In there on the hit for Carney was Cash Roseberry. He almost popped the ball, and you can see him. He's, he's even a little disappointed because he came and got him from the backside, tried to punch the ball loose, and it was a loss of one on the play. They actually sack him for the first time here in the first half, and that brings us to halftime. There was a lot of action, but just not as much as there could have been because of all the turnovers. We have reached halftime. Second-ranked Bellevue West, 22 10th-ranked Kearney High 6. It's game five right smack dab in the middle of the 2021 football season here on ESPN Radio. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, Top of the Hill, Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Great Western Bank and Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. 
Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. And welcome back to Foster Field here in Kearney for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. This Class A Top 10 battle has made it to halftime at Foster Field at the University of Nebraska, Kearney. And your score, Bellevue West 22 and Kearney High 6. Uh, Bellevue West, once you kind of get to the stats, yeah, they had a big 80-yard run that's going to offset a lot of things in there, but it's a crazy game, and most of our games in the area are at halftime. I want to remind you, you can follow along as well at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Just go up to the football scores tab at the top of the page, and you can follow along our scores. Going to give you a couple games here that we would look to have updates from, but uh, pretty good on the scoreboard today. 308-646-0506. If you have updates from your football games, we would love to hear from you. You can call or text that number, 308-646-0506. Carney High and Grand Island, our Class A teams in this part of the region, and Grand Island's in Omaha tonight, and they trail at the half to Westside, 17-7. to Also at the half on ESPN and Hastings, it is Seward 17, Hastings nothing. Aurora 41, York nothing at halftime. There is a shocker right there. Uh, We have McCook now trailing Lexington. Uh, Lexington 8, McCook 2. That's at the half. And late in the second, Northwest leading Scotts Bluff 22-15. In Class C1 at the half on Power 99, Kearney Catholic shutting out Minden 27 to nothing. Here's another good one. Holdridge has been making strides, and they're tied with undefeated Kozad 7-7. And St. Paul with a big second quarter has now taken a 31-0 lead over Fillmore Central. Gothenburg at Ogallala, Broken Bow at O'Neill, and Adams Central, Wood River, Shelton. If you have a score update from any of those, 308-646-0506. In Class C2, we could use an update on Centura Twin River, but Centura was up 28-0 going into the second quarter. Sutton 7, Hastings St. Cecilia 6. That game is at the half, and Given had to forfeit today to Grand Island Central Catholic. In Class D1, yesterday Arcadia Loop City remained undefeated, beating Ravenna 75-28. That'll set up their matchup with number one Burwell, who we assume will survive tonight up at North Central. And that will be in Arcadia next Friday night. Also earlier today, Bertrand outscored Highline 55-38. to At halftime, it's Alma 36, Southern Valley 8, and Selma Myrna 22, Amherst 7, Arapaho 35, Elm Creek 6. Another eight-man action yesterday. Medicine Valley beat Overton 44-14. Pleasanton was down 32-8 at the half and went on a 30-0 run to beat Sandhills Valley 38-32. We'll have their game with South Loop next Friday at 3 o'clock as part of our coverage. Also a final this afternoon, Loomis over Maywood Hayes Center, 36-18. Twin Loop had to forfeit to Ansley Litchfield. At the half, Axtell looking for their first win, leading 2-2 two two Brady, 32-14. That's on the breeze, 94.5. And in the second quarter, number one, Kennesaw getting a battle from Lawrence Nelson. The Blue Devils lead it 16-6. Six-man action at the half. Franklin 28, Wilcox held with nothing in the second quarter. SEM 16 and Silver Lake. 
nothing. Again, here at the half, it is 22-6, Bellevue West leading Kearney High. And we will be back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Many cars that were new and bare frame in alignment of Carney started in business are now classics. And the family that has owned bare frame in alignment over those 60 years knows that taking care of their customers' cars is just like taking care of their families. Trust them with your car. BareFrameAndAlignment.com. See us at Detterdings for the exact grill you want. We have a great selection of top quality pellet grills, gas grills, and the big green egg, the last grill you'll ever need to buy. Detterdings and Carney and Grand Island, also at Detterdings.com. Choose better things at Detterdings. It's a quality of life. Central Hydraulic Systems and Equipment Company is your local and regional source for hydraulic sales, service, and repair. Located in Kearney at 1841 Avenue H. Good luck to all area student-athletes from Central Hydraulic Systems. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Doug Dudamani, Kratzenstein. Well, Monty, uh, we've got a little time here. Let's talk about what else is going on this weekend and then bring you the halftime stats. Bellevue West 22 and Kearney 6. The Bearcats will get the ball to start the third quarter of play. For UNK, they're on the road tomorrow at Central Missouri, and Central Missouri's got to wonder who the heck did they make, man, the way that they're starting their season. And Central Missouri is a team that is in and out of the rankings uh, numerous times over the last decade. They're 0-3, but after their game with UNK tomorrow, they'll have played the top four teams in the conference in their first four games of the season. Pittsburgh State, Washburn, who the Lopers beat, and the number two team in the country, Northwest Missouri State. Definite trap possibilities for the Lopers on the road, but they're playing well, ranked 16th in the country, off to a 3-0 start, kickoff at 1. Well, you mentioned it's never easy on the road in the MIAA, but uh, uh, you know, I think the whole the whole key of that game is how do the Lopers start? You know, if they, they get out to a nice start uh, early on, uh, that, that I think they're going to be okay. T.J. Davis is playing so well and, and has so many weapons at his disposal. But, uh, you know, if, if Central Missouri kind of gets, gets, gets going earlier on, gets a little confidence going, that might be tough. But to any, any road win in the MIAA is a good one. And for Hastings College, they're on the road at Dakota Wesleyan, a winnable game maybe tomorrow. Dakota Wesleyan 1-2. and two. Hastings probably should be as they played three and a half quarters, up 28-10 to 10 last week, and then got beat 32-28 to 28 by Jamestown, North Dakota, at home on homecoming. So they're looking for some retribution. Pre-game at noon, kickoff at 1 tomorrow on KHAS. They don't play that game in the Corn Palace, do they? Every time I think of uh, Wesleyan or Mitchell, I think no. of the Corn Palace. They probably don't do that, right? You get to drive by it. Okay. That's get, what, hey, that's You get to drive by buy a t-shirt and, and see it because it's definitely something to see. I mean, it, it's it's cool. There's no doubt about it. You ever been to a bas- basketball game there? Yeah. <laughs> You know, the crazy thing is, usually when somebody else is playing basketball, I'm broadcasting basketball. So it's kind of the crazy things out there. That probably wasn't the smartest question on my part. So, Doug, just on your day off, do you go drive up to Mitchell, South Dakota, and and, 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 and watch it? I hear they got good popcorn. I've never had a chance to cover for Mikey Will when he's went up there. There you go. that, That could probably happen. And then. Of course, the Huskers tomorrow are playing at Michigan State to open conference play. Pre-game at 2, kickoff at 6 on the breeze, 94.5. And the game is on Fox.
Fox Sports 1 television. Uh, Nebraska showed uh, possibilities yesterday, and kind of, Monty, the thing we talked about on the Doug and Daddy show most of the week is don't do what the Huskers have been doing over the last few years and immediately regress after you show some promise. Well, and that's and that that is the the sign of a culture. If, if you could uh, play well and come close and have a have a, a a pretty good game plan, pretty well executed game plan down at Oklahoma, uh, if you can stack some practices together this week and then really uh, get involved in a, and, and you know, for lack of a better term, it's, it might be a little bit of a slobber knocker. It always is up there at East Lansing. Uh, and it seems like this is one of those, those those years where the running game advantage certainly falls on uh, Michigan State, and, and, and Nebraska has to be able to stop uh, the running game in Michigan State to have that happen. But you know, I'm always cautious. I'm always cautiously optimistic, and, and uh, they they played pretty well. Defense played well against Oklahoma. Totally different style this week, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. I'll be interested too because. I think the Michigan State running stats are a little bit skewed because they had such a huge opening night against Northwestern. Then you play Youngstown State, still a respectable, but it's still an FCS team. It's no different than Nebraska. I mean, they're probably better than Fordham, but it's it's still the same kind of deal. And then they played good. There's no doubt about it down at Miami. That was a 17-14 game in the fourth quarter. It doesn't matter how they got it done. They got it done, and that's the most impressive of the three to me. Well, the, the, probably the point that I, I don't disagree with you as far as those stats might be a little bit overstated, but the, what, I, what I think is college football is such a game of confidence. And, you know, they're 3-0 and coming off a road win of a game where they were, they were uh, spo- it was supposed to be close, and, and uh, they've got a lot of confidence. Nebraska, on the other hand, should have maybe a little bit of confidence just from what happened in Norman, but they haven't won enough to gain any real-life confidence. So, uh, you know, they have to create some of their own energy, create some of their own momentum, and uh, make some big things happen defensively and offensively. In volleyball, Nebraska will host Iowa tomorrow because of the football. They'll play at home at 2 o'clock. The game is on Nebraska Public Television. They call it Nebraska Public Media now, so where you've used to watch it, that's where that's at tomorrow. The Lopers did win tonight, 25-14, 19-22, over an improving Newman University team that's now 5-4. and four. The Lopers are 11-1 and one overall. The Jets that's now 5-4. and four. Anna Squires and Haley Daniel uh, tied their season high in kill totals to uh, pick up the victory. And for the Lopers tomorrow, an even tougher test. They go to Central Oklahoma, who swept Hayes tonight. And Central Oklahoma is setting at 9-2. and two. That's a afternoon contest tomorrow, I believe, at 3. Troy Salisbury, the head coach at Kearney High Tennis, has sent us their results. Uh, by the way, Hastings Volleyball is off this weekend. They finished second at the Lincoln North Star invite today, just five points behind Elkhorn South and another five points ahead of Lincoln North Star. The number two doubles team of Andy Vu and Quentin Schaefer were the champions. The number one singles, Asher Salisbury. Uh, hmm. Troy Salisbury, Asher Salisbury. Uh, he finished 3-1, and one, and he was the uh, runner-up today. So uh, congratulations. There is a ton of volleyball that is going on uh, over the weekend. There are a lot of tournaments that are going to be going on tomorrow, so best of luck to uh, all of the area teams. Let's take a break and uh, tell you that uh, UNK soccer got beat today also by a score of 5-1. to one. They'll play on the road Sunday. The Thunderbirds of Bellevue West 22, Carney 6. We will look at the first-half stats right after this on ESPN. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. 
Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Five stations. 1230 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. Doug Udamani Kratzenstein back with you here at Foster Field in uh, the other Bellevue not faring so well tonight, Bonnie. <laughs> Sometimes you see scores and you're like, oh, no. Gretna is up 56 to nothing with seven minutes and 37 seconds left in the first half of Bellevue East. That's a tough one. No Ouch. doubt about it. Well, Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, the Carney High Band, and all the folks uh, performing here at halftime doing an outstanding job. Here's a look at the first half stats. First off for Carney, Parker Weiss, five carries, 10 yards. Chris Dutenhofer, one carry, zero. DeAndre Ndugo, one carry, one yard. Riley Miller, seven carries, zero yards, sacked once in the football game, and they had an errant snap for a team loss of six. Fifteen rushing attempts, five yards on the ground in the first half for Carney High. Through the air, Miller has put it up 14 times. Riley has completed six of those. The last pass he threw was an interception. Six of 14, one pick, 73 yards through the air, five on the ground, 78 total yards in the first half, six first downs for Carney High. Three punts for an average of about 34 yards. Two turnovers, two penalties for six yards. One of the penalties was on a PAT, but that did that was on the defensive side, on offsides, and that made Bellevue West. Instead of a one-point kick, they went for two, and the game is 16 now instead of 15. Uh, thoughts on uh, what we've seen from Carney? They played on the Bellevue West side a whole bunch. They've had some good special teams, but... Uh, only 78 yards, Monty. Well, you know, I think you feel okay about your performance. We talked about it before we went to break where it's so important to take advantage of opportunities, and there was a couple missed uh, dropped balls, a couple missed passes on poorly thrown balls uh, that cost them. Uh, you know, if you're Bellevue West, you aren't real happy with the fact you had eight penalties in the first half. You had one big run. Uh, you know, you've given your quarterback some time to throw, but uh, you probably aren't exactly thrilled with, with your performance either at this point. But, uh, uh, oh, by the way, I, somebody's listening to us because I just got a text message that said uh, Johansson, Barnett, Jordan, and Jenkins from Bellevue West all started at Bellevue East and have transferred their transfers from Bellevue East. So that might have uh, – that might have solved our mystery of why that uh, has, has, has been that way. But needless to say, Bellevue West, we've seen some tremendous athletes from them. Um, they, they have guys, you know, I mentioned it before, a guy that's, that's uh, you know, going to school at Oklahoma to play tight end, targeted once, has one catch for a touchdown. You know, we see the big tight ends. We see a wide receiver in Hall that's, that's outstanding. We see T.J. Richardson at running back that's 6'2", 210 pounds. Uh, they've got some studs on, on, on offense for sure. So, you know, Carney High gets the ball to open up the second half, and it's so important to, uh, to make, some, uh, make some moves here. Well, let's look at those first-half numbers for Bellevue West. L.J. Richardson, nine carries, 124 yards, two touchdowns, including an 80-yarder. Quarterback Luke Johansson, six carries, 44 yards, sacked once and lost a fumble. So 15 carries, 168 yards. Through the air, Johansson's put it up 20 times. A lot of them are short completions. He's got 14 of them, no interceptions, one touchdown on his final pass, a 12-yarder, second-to-last pass, 152 through the air, 320 yards of total offense for Bellevue West. They've got 13 first downs. They've got the two turnovers, one 33-yard punt, six penalties for 56 yards. But uh, stats-wise, this should be a 35-point ball game by now. 
the turnovers have kind of evened things out. Uh, 22 to 6 is field, your score. Field position has helped out tremendously, too. You know, Carney did get a few first downs, and when they did punt the ball, um, uh, Bellevue West had to go a long ways for their scores, so that might be in, a little bit of the reason why those stats are that way. But like I said, hasn't been the most even game, but, uh, you know, not a. Not not a not a terrible deficit the Carney High Face is going in the second half. All right, the Bearcats will receive the ball. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Don't panic when you're locked out. Call the Lockmobile, emergency lockout service for commercial and residential property. Full-service locksmith makes original keys for your classic old or new vehicle. One call unlocks them all. 308-234-2177 or stop in 1015 Central Avenue, Kearney. All right, can the Bearcats get another good return? Because Brown has not been putting it into the end zone. A little bit of wind just swirling, but uh, the weather definitely not a factor in the football game tonight, Monty. Beautiful night. So Brown puts it on the tee, kicking it from south to north. And the kick a little more on this one, backing up and taking it at the three-yard line for the Bearcats is going to be well, to the 15, to the 20, out to the 25. I think we have a number change out there. That might be Xander Ruling. He's wearing 43. There is not a 43. And that yep. is the case. Ruling is wearing 43 tonight. So he does return it out to the 22-yard line. And that's really kind of the worst starting field position Carney's had. So not exactly the way you wanted to start the third quarter. Well, Bellevue West recognized it. Uh, Carney's run the left hash return to kick the ball over to the left-handed corner and uh, had a long way to go to get to the wall. Yeah, Miller had been returning it, and now on first and 10, they'll run option wide side, late pitch out here to Weiss. Weiss gets a block, steps through the 25-30. Somehow he squirted through and gets up to the 34-yard line. There was just enough of a gap between the three Bellevue West defenders and a nice first down run here of 12 yards. Nice timing on the pitch there uh, with wide side option that point that's first time we've seen a lot of short side option in the first half that might be a little bit of adjustment where they're going to wide side maybe a little bit more so it'll be first down and 10 that was the biggest run play of the game weiss right up the middle this time has a seam crosses the 40 to the 41 last week maybe as coach cool said they got away from the run game when they fell behind and maybe they want to establish that here on the first drive of the third quarter. Two best running plays of, of the of the night right there, back-to-back, -back, start the second half. What are you seeing from West? Anything that no. looked like they're doing anything different up no, front? Nothing nothing really so far. Um, just one of those things where they had some hats on hats and didn't get off blocks in those first two runs. So it'll be second down. We'll call it three. Fake it to Weiss. Crossing pattern complete. Myers popped again as he catches it at midfield. Keeps the legs churning down to the 47-yard line. They went to that a lot in the first half. Had a couple good ones, had two or three that they didn't hook up on, and that'll be a gain of 12. And there, the success with the inside run on the last play. Got those linebackers to step up on the play action, and they throw that little slant to Max Myers for his, his second really good catch of the, of the ball game. And you've got to make sure you haul that in. You've got to make sure the pass is good because there's a lot of traffic in there if it gets bumped around or gets deflected. So back-to-back -back first downs into Bellevue West territory. Little shovel pass oh. thrown behind Parker Weiss, and there was some room to run from the right hash towards the sideline. He had a blocker out there that was going to give him some room. Never know because Bellevue West closing speed is so good, but they had that play set up nicely. Remember in the first half we talked about how well they played the screen when they let everybody go? They must have forgot that because that time they let everybody go because they were going to do that little shovel screen. 
it was all set up, but the pass was behind him and couldn't uh, couldn't handle it. Carney, good tempo as well. Second and ten across the middle of the football field, complete at the forty, close to the first down marker, still on the feet, twirled towards the thirty-nine. Let's see if they give him the completion of a first down. Well, it was not completed to Caden Miller. I think that was Brayden Anderson. If you heard the PA in the back. So it's going to be a gain of nine. It'll be third down and one. Yep, got a little momentum going here. Again, they might be in four-down territory here on the 30, at 38-yard line. So if that's the case, you're kind of thinking maybe two runs, two inside runs type of thing. Something you don't want to lose yardage on this play. See if Miller runs right up under center. It's something they don't do very often. Still three wide. And it's going to be Weiss up the middle. Quickly, he gets the football 35, finds a crease 25-20. He's down to the 19-yard line. Big run by Parker Weiss. Tried to take away the first down and gave up the big play from the 39 to the, where are they going to finally mark him, about the 18-yard line, a gain of 21. Good strong run by Parker. He uh, bounced up there inside, bounced off a linebacker, kept his legs churning, and just kept going. Uh, That's a really nice run. Well blocked by that uh, that offensive line. Uh, Bellevue West kind of brought a lot of pressure, but uh, we got a hat on a hat and uh, found a seam. Carney in the red zone again, opening drive of the third quarter, trailing 22-6. to six. And they'll fake it to Wise, and I thought Miller might take it back from him, but he gave it to Wise, and Wise, nowhere to go. Pop back out, lost some yardage on that one. In on the coverage for Bellevue West. Looked like Nathan Hudick, or Alex Nichols, Nichols over there on the tackle. A loss of one that time for Parker. Yeah, that was a, that was a, a, a well defense play. The hands of the defensive lineman got on the offensive lineman, got a big push. Parker probably would have been better just to put his head down and get maybe half yard instead of losing losing a couple. 8.50 to go here, third quarter, 22-6. to six. Bellevue West, second down at 11. They're going to go deep to the end zone, and he overthrows Miller that time. Again, something that they've went to on a post pattern, and he threw it well before he even made his break on that one, Monty. There's probably going to be a dis- family discussion on that one because he was running the post, took three steps and went to the post, and uh, Riley thought he was running the flag or the fade route. Uh, that's probably dictated by the type of coverage, and one of them misread that coverage. Man-on-man out there on Miller on that time. There yep. was no backside safety help. There's a lot of man-to-man Bellevue West defensive secondary. They've done a pretty good job of covering guys in the secondary for the most part. Third down and 11 now at the 18-yard line. Miller. Blitz. Pressure coming, steps up, throws over the middle, and it is caught. Touchdown. The Bearcats, Miller to Miller again. Absolutely well thrown. Great catch. Blitz was picked up. They brought inside pressure, but Blitz was picked up by the right guard. Uh, excellent job by the center and right guard picking up that stunt. And then you had Miller. That time they were on the right page. Caden ran a, ran a post, had man-to-man coverage, was inside his man, went up and got the ball, held on to it after contact. Outstanding job. Touchdown, Bearcats. Eighth touchdown reception. Palmer and uh, Poland, the two men you're talking about. Now the extra point kick. Ooh, he might have pulled that left, but he got it inside the upright. So Dakin hits it. Our five points bank touchdown. It is Riley Miller to Caden Miller on third and 11 from the 19. A 19-yard touchdown. 8.39 to go in the third quarter. Bellevue West 22. Carney, 13. You're listening to High School Friday Night Football on ESPN Radio. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. 
rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions stands with you, offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. Miller to Miller, a 19-yard touchdown pass. And Carney High is back in the ball game, 22-13. Are you surprised they didn't go for two there? A little bit, but probably too early to be chasing points like that. All right. The kick is away. Dakin, a little pooch, trying to find the open area here for an onside kick. And Bellevue West just dives on it at the 29-yard line. First down and 10 for the Thunderbirds. You see the value of the running game there in that last, that last drive. Carney rushes for 39 yards just rushing. They'd had five previously in the whole first half. That sets up the passing game, which got them the touchdown. All right, now the defense comes out. And even though they gave up a lot of yards in the first half, it didn't seem like they played that bad. It was the last drive and an 80-yard touchdown run. But over 300 yards in the first half for Bell West. They empty the backfield here. It's going to be an end around by Richardson. He comes from left to right, follows oh his blocker at the 35-40. He's into Carney territory and runs out of bounds at around the 45-yard line. They'll give him the 46 in a big run of 25 yards. Well designed. But, but do we have some laundry on the field? Yes, we do. All the way back there at the 36. Holding. And a holding penalty, the seventh penalty for 66 yards. And it wipes out a real big first down run. Boy, Richardson, you can see his athleticism. He got that ball coming coming left to right there with a little momentum. And he's a big old horse trying to take down there. Fortunate to get that holding call. Now it brings down a first down and 15 from their own, uh, where's the ball at, 26? Yeah, they're going to go 26-yard line. So the penalty was a little up the field there. And it's going to be straight ahead. Johansson, quarterback draw across the 30 out to about the 34-yard line. Parker Weiss and Ethan Kowalik in on the tackle. So from 14 yards to get to down to about seven, he got seven on the carry. It'll be second down now. At about six and a half, and their tempo has been really good from the second quarter on, and we've got penalty flags. They're going too fast now. Yep, those those guards have had trouble, I think. If that's a procedure, that's yep. going to be the third procedure penalty on that inside offensive line. Our umpire has got them a couple of times here. So back them up five. The ball will be spotted now at around the 28-yard line, 29-yard line. It'll be second down at 11. 8.05 to go in the third quarter. Bellevue West 22, Carney 13. They took the opening drive. The Bearcats did of the third quarter, 78 yards, and put it in the end zone. Miller to Miller. Johansson takes a low snap, drops back to pass. Here comes the... Knocked out of his hands, but he jumped back on top of it. It was Roseberry again back there. 85. And in Dugua on the... Came on a blitz from the left side that didn't get picked up. Swiped at the ball and actually got the ball to bounce up. Fortunately for Bellevue West, it bounced right back in the quarterback's hands. Otherwise, that would have been a big turnover for the Bearcats. Third down and long. 
So it's third down. Need to get to the 40. They're at the 23-yard line. Third at about 16 and a half, 17 empty backfield. Five wide. Johansson takes the snap. Three-step drop. All day to throw. Only a three-man rush. Now rolls to his right. Throws down the right sideline and wide open at the 40. 35-30. It's the big man in Riley Ducker. And they finally drag him out of bounds inside the 20. And the Bearcats have Anderson down. Something happened on the play. That's why Riley Ducker got open. And he is injured at the 40-yard line of Bellevue West. And that's unfortunate. A bomb on third and long because Carney only rushed three, put the protection. They couldn't get the pressure on. Johansson rolled out. Scramble drill. And I believe somewhere with either his ankle or his knee gave out. That's why Ducker got so wide open. It actually looks like they're stretching him out. Looks like he might have a cramp. Got his Ooh. toe pointed up. What a, what well, I a, hope it's only a cramp. What an inopportune time to get it, to, to have that situation happen because it, get, it turned into a scramble drill. Like you said, Johansson had all day and then some to uh, throw the ball and uh, they just couldn't cover that long. It doesn't help when somebody uh, goes down with an injury halfway in the middle of the play. A 71-yard completion, and that changes the entire complexity of the ball game. You bat that down, Carney's going to have the ball next around midfield, you would, you would have to figure. Instead, it's first and goal, Bellevue West at the Carney High six-yard line, and Anderson is walking gingerly off the field. I think he, I, th- I think he got a cramp. I think uh, they had his toe, you know, the old leg straightened out, to- pull toed back, or toe pulled back, and uh, man, that's that's a tough deal. All right, let's see if the Bearcats can knock the ball loose or bow their neck here. So a couple of huge plays in the football game for Bellevue West. Luke Johansson with L.J. Richardson right to his right hip, first and goal at the six. Give it to Richardson. He goes up the left side, stretches towards the goal line, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown. His third rushing touchdown of the night. Oh, he's a nice high school back. He's got the got the size, obviously. Got some speed, and there you saw him take his time, make a little sidestep cuts uh, to get in the end zone. He's a nice back, tough to stop inside the 10-yard line. Our five points bank touchdown. Five points bank, the better bank. 71-yard pass to overcome a penalty and a fumble. And now the extra point by Brown. Pooches it up, and it is good. With 7.14 to go in the third quarter, each team scores on their opening possession of the second half. It is 29-13. Bellevue West is leading Carney here on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Great Western Bank and Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. Back to football action here at UNK's Foster Field. 
as Carney ready to receive for the second time here in the third quarter. High holding kick taken by ruling at the 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Big block, 30, 35, 40, and he's going to be shoved out of bounds. Well, Bellevue West has something to work on, and that's special teams kick coverage. Well, well you can kind of see Millard South is known for their special teams historically, and uh, obviously uh, Millard South got him last week against Bellevue West, so uh, that's something that, uh, uh, yeah, they've got to get better at. Glad to have you along with us here on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll take a look at some scores from around the area in just a little bit. Going to have to talk to Tasha Weiss. I don't know what, what's going on. Well, that you mean that cute little baby? Yeah. I'm guessing it's not hers. But <laughs> I didn't say that. That was like your cutest fan. I, I, nothing is Tasha, but, I, but I, that was your cutest fan I've ever seen. That little, yeah. that little darling was. Oh, boy, but we have a late penalty flag here. Uh. I'm a little off on my call tonight, or they're not spotting the ball very well. Um, We've had that three or four times. So the penalty all the way back to the nine-yard line. Killer. That's a killer. Great return all the way out to almost midfield, and then uh, a penalty brings it back to inside the, the, the your own red zone and nine-yard line. So let's see if uh, we can have a little success with uh, run the football like we did that first, first drive. Brandon Cool was having a – Chat with the official. <laughs> that, that might have been another guy. I don't think that's Brandon. That's somebody on the sidelines there that's having a little chat. They're going to hand it off. Dutenhofer's in there, and he's wrapped up immediately. Coming through is Caden Camise. We called him a lot in the first half. He, along with uh, Arden Jenkins, have done a great job. And Dutenhofer gets back to the line of scrimmage. That's it. You saw a um, nice play by the linebacking core there. They, they, they aren't taking a lot of pass drops right now. They're coming full full speed. If they can, they can find a scene like Carney has done once or twice. Maybe they can get big yards. But uh, boy, it's all uh, all hands on deck stopping the run from Carney right now. In the third quarter, Omaha West Side twenty four, Grand Island nine at the half. Scotts Bluff and Northwest tied at twenty two. Second and ten, Carney at their own nine. Miller fakes the handoff, looks over the middle, it's covered. Now has to scramble, throws it out here in the flat. Short completion out to about the twelve yard line, and that's where they will drag down the receiver Tanner Johnson. Again, Anderson got dinged a little bit earlier on that deep pass play, and he is still over here. Well, you got Miller on the bench, too, so you've got both uh, Caden Miller and the top two receivers, Braden Anderson. A gain of three. It'll be third down and seven. Anderson's taking in a lot of fluids, trying to get rid of those cramps, but I didn't see what happened to what they're doing with Miller. Jack Dahlgren split out wide to the left, so the top two receivers on the bench. Miller flushed out of the pocket, rolls to his right. He's going to run, gets to the 15, lowers the shoulder, is not going to have enough as the 17-yard line. He's knocked out of bounds there by Alex Nichols. He's going to be two yards, maybe a yard and a half short. They'll give him the 18. It's going to be fourth and one. And you got a punt, but maybe this is where you make your decision. Fourth down and one after a gain of six by Riley Miller, and they will send Tanner Johnson in there to punt the football. Give Riley Miller a little credit there. He went into that contact pretty tough. And the kick is high and very, very short. It's going to bounce, and Carney gets a nice little roll out of it. So Foster Field Turf's going to help him out for about 12 yards. It'll go back to the 43-yard line. So it ends up being a 39-yard punt. Kind of Johnson, the previous three were more line drive punts, and he didn't necessarily always have a lot of real estate to work with. That time it kind of 
towed off of his foot. Other scores at the half. Lexington leads McCook 8-2 in the fourth quarter. Aurora running clock leading York 48-0. Seward continues to lead Hastings in the fourth quarter 17-0. Kearney Catholic all over Minden 39-0 right now on Power 99. 29-13 here, Bellevue West. And Johansson, swing pass out of the backfield. It's complete at the 40-45 and shoved out of bounds near midfield. Just trying to get the ball into a little bit of motion that time. Hate to be Mr. Obvious here, but uh, it's imperative for this Bearcat defense to get a stop here. You know, you're down, you know, you're down 16, uh, which which isn't terrible at this point considering. But uh, you let them score again, you, it might be a little bit too much of a battle. So big, big defensive drive here. Gio Contreras got into the game for the first time, and he's the man that had the completed pass. Coach Huffman talked about it in the pregame, wanted to get him no. more uh, snaps, and he finally gets involved here, and we've got another illegal procedure on the offense while we look at some more scores here. Need a score on Adams Central Wood River Shelton. Holdridge and Kozad 14-14 in the fourth. Wow. Broken Bow beats O'Neill tonight 32-14. In Class C2, Ord all over Donovan Trumbull 63-6 start of the fourth. St. Cecilia and Sutton 14 all in the fourth on KHAS. And the quarterback, Johansson, fakes the belly dive, takes it himself around the right side, runs towards the first down marker and should have it into Kearney High territory across the 50 to the 47-yard line. That'll be a gain of nine. Johansson isn't going to win any races, but they just run that quarterback run game just enough to keep your outside uh, on, on their toes. And they throw it inside or hand it off inside, and then all of a sudden he pulls it and gets around the end, just enough to keep you honest. Halftime, Burwell 64, North Central 34. That was a 5.20 to go here. A little swing pass out in the flat. It's in and out of the hands of Davon Hall. Again, the wide receiver screen. You had Riley Ducker going to set a crackback block there. Legal. uh, Come out with the block, but it went through his hands incomplete. It'll be up second down and 10. Doug really has done a nice job of reading that wide receiver screen out there. As soon as he sees that little hitch, he just has been attacking Really hard, done a nice job in that all evening. On the breeze, 94.5. They're into the fourth quarter. Axtell, 38. Brady, 28. Second down and 10 at the Bearcat, 47-yard line. West fakes it to Contreras, throws a quick little slant pass to Carell Jordan. He catches it inside the 40, rolls down to the 39-yard line. It's going to be a gain of eight, third and two. So Bellevue West on the move. 29-13. Thunderbirds with five minutes to go in the third quarter. Over 400 yards of offense already for the Thunderbirds. Trips to the wide side. Carney High trying to shift their defense here. Oh, and they fake the handoff, and the quarterback, Johansson, comes straight ahead, and Contreras <laughs> just got earholed by Parker Weiss coming on the run blitz, but he hit the wrong guy. <laughs> he had the gap. He came in at 100 miles an hour. He's Tremendous collision there right behind the line of scrimmage, but unfortunately, Johansson just pulled the ball out enough and uh, went ahead and got the first down on that. That was a big-time football collision. Contreras goes, what did I do? That's a six-yard run, enough to move the chains. First and 10 at the Bearcat, 32-yard line. Carney's defense starting to get winded, I'm guessing, a little bit. Back to pass, Johansson has all day. Goes to the end zone, right side, one-on-one. Ball is going to be tipped and knocked away. And then they slide down on the turf. Should pop up. Looks like they're going to be okay over there. On the coverage for Carney High. I think that's Ryan Green on the coverage, isn't it? I think you might be right. 
25. I try to be. <laughs> You're, one of us is in the Hall of Fame. But Ryan Green over there, again, they were trying to get it to T.K. Barnett, who was big in the first half. Second down and 10. At the Bearcat, 32, stops the clock, 4.17 to go. Looks like Bellevue West might be across the line of scrimmage here. But he's checking with the side judge, who calls everything good. Long count. Looking right again. Pass out here is tipped. Yeah, ran a cowboy blitz out there again with 85. They've had a little success uh, with that cowboy blitz out there. And so uh, he came in, got a little pressure, got his hand on the football as they were trying to throw the ball off the flat. Big third down stop here, opportunity for Carney Bearcat defense. Nice job by Ndugwa. He was the one that came free and got a hand on it. Again, they were looking for Barnett. Third and 10 at the 32-yard line. I would be very interested to see if they don't pick up anything, what they try to do. Brown, I don't think, has a leg to go this far. It's a wildcat formation again with L.J. Richardson, so they'll see what they can get with him. Richardson has run it every time to the right side. This time he comes to the left and doesn't get much. Inside the 30 to the 29, it's going to be a gain of three. 139 yards rushing and three touchdowns. Running the play in is going to be Jordan. That's one of those things where you knew their decision was already made to go for it on fourth down because they run the Wildcat, tried to get about four yards. Now you got fourth down and six. So fourth down, empty backfield, five wide. Twins to the near side, short side. Trips to the wide side. Johansson back in to take the snap. Looks at the sideline. Hard count, takes the snap, looks short side. Now has to step up and run. 25, slides down and has the first down at the 20-yard line. There was just send everybody deep and see if Johansson could run for the first down, and he does. They looked uh, right away inside to Micah Riley Ducker and and, uh, big old number 88. Wasn't running the hardest on his pattern, didn't clear that zone, and uh, Johansson smartly just tucked the ball, went ahead and scrambled for the first down. Ball will be marked right at the 20-yard line. Richardson in there as a blocking back. Little ball fake. Pressure coming from the backside. Johansson throws it on a crossing route. It's caught at the 12, up the right sideline to the 10. Gets bumped out of bounds. And then a penalty flag on the completion to Caden Helms. Kind of a late drag route there, wasn't it, Monty? Yeah, it was a late drag. It was kind of a scramble drill. And and, uh, Caden Helms did a great job of following his quarterback cross late as as Johansson was scrambling. Now we got a – there was a collision over there out of bounds. I don't know if he went out of bounds a little bit, ran out of bounds before the collision or if there was an illegal block, but we've got a discussion going on there with the White House. This is kind of a big call. It better not be a late hit. Unsportsmanlike conduct on the offense, so must have said something maybe threw the ball at him. And again, the ball has not been spotted anywhere on the football field. It would have been at the three-yard line. The gain is 17. Wait a minute. You mean that's important? (laughs) See, I'm not, I don't know the mechanics of football fishing, but I think that that's kind of important to go ahead and spot that on the sidelines before you do that. So, again, it's a dead ball foul. It's enough for the first down, but it basically almost brings you back to where you were at the 18-yard line. Yep. So another big penalty. That is the 10th penalty of the ball game for 91 yards. Hmm. And when you have over 400 yards of offense, we talked about it early, you can overcome some of those small penalties. It'll be first and goal. Well, nope. we're going to call it first and 10. It was after the, yeah, because it was afterwards, so it was just a dead ball. So, I think this should be first and goal, Monty. But nonetheless, it'll be first and 10 at the 18-yard line. 
Jimmy will tell us. Back to pass again. Johansson throws towards the corner of the end zone, and it's dropped. Boy, that's the first time Barnett hasn't been able to hold on to one tonight. He made a good turn in on the pylon and was wide open. Well-delivered ball by Johansson over there in the corner. Nice timing, ball right in his hands, and just uh, just dropped it. Haven't seen that happen to Bellevue West much tonight. I, that might be their first drop. Yep. There's been a couple really great catches, too. Barnett had one that was thrown way behind him in the first quarter. Second down. Fake the handoff. Johansson keeps it himself around the right side. Gets to the 15. Still on his feet to the 10. Down to the 9-yard line. Should be a yard short of the first down. Before they can find him and bring him down. You think Parker Weiss has 20 tackles yet? He's getting close. You, you look for the, him around the football all the time. And Dugwa is right there with him. He kind of got on the back. And it's going to be third down and one at the 9-yard line. Up by 16, Bellevue West. They'll hand it to Richardson. Richardson finds some room. It's going to be Contreras inside the five, and he gets into the end zone. Touchdown, boy. Carney had him at first contact, and he just kept spinning and moving, and it's going to be a nine-yard touchdown run on his first run of the ball game. Yeah, that'll teach us to, to give compliments. Parker, Parker read that really well and then got in the backfield, but just a nice little sidestep move by Contreras, and uh, Parker missed the tackle, and uh, once, once he got through that gap, he was scoring. 2.29 now to go in the third quarter. 35-13 Bellevue West uh, waiting the extra point kick here from Hunter Brown. And he puts this one up, and he drills it through. He has not missed one yet this year. Five points bank touchdown, a nine-yard run by Gio Contreras. 2.29 to go in the third. It's Bellevue West 36 and Carney High 13 here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Taco making is a team sport. Here at Amigos, we want you to join our roster of the most talented taco artists in Nebraska. When you work at Amigos, you'll be on a team of people who have each other's backs. We offer a fast-paced, friendly work environment and flexible scheduling to fit your busy life. Join our team, meet your Amigos, and become a customer service expert, all while furthering your career. Be Amigos. Apply today at AmigosKings.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Bellevue West ready to boot the ball away again for Carney High. Ruling and Miller are back. Line drive kick headed out of bounds, oh, and Carney dove on it at the six, and that's where it's got to be down. You cannot do that. Carney all of a sudden now making some mistakes, and this is one of those things where you learn from watching games. We saw that in the Nebraska game. Oklahoma made a tremendous error Saturday doing the same thing. You're, you want to field the football. It was going out of bounds, and not only did you not field it, you dove on it, and Carney will start at the six. So another learning moment there for the Bearcats. Yep, and that's that's big field position. You saw, in the, you've seen the first half, uh, Carney won the, the field position game, and, and Bellevue West had to go a long ways for each of their touchdowns and each of their initial in their possessions. But uh, second half's been kind of different, and Carney's been backed up inside their own territory uh, quite a bit so far in the second half. 
Bellevue West has kind of changed up their kickoff almost every time, too. Into the football game, Ryan Green. They give it to him on an end around. He's going to get to the 10-yard line before he is thrown down. His first appearance in the contest. So Green will pick up four. It'll be second down and six. That's a well-blocked play on the outside. Got a nice perimeter block there on the guy that had containment. You thought it was going to go for quite a few yards, and you see the team speed of Bellevue West there as the uh, – uh, linebacker, I think, uh, number, or, or actually the safety came up and covered some ground, number 16. Uh, in this case, uh, Donovan Whitfield, who uh 190-pound kid that can run. Miller stands in the pocket, throws it out here in the flat. It is complete to just the 11-yard line before Green is upended again, so doing some different things, and the tackle is made by T.K. Barnett. It's going to be a gain of about one yard, and it will bring up third down. As Ryan Green gets that short completion to the 11, it'll bring third down and five yards to go for Carney High. A final, Hastings St. Cecilia 21-14 over Sutton and Kozad 21-14 over Holdridge. Hmm. So a couple dandies. And I thought our game was moving along pretty good, but it is not. We still have a whole quarter to play. So third down, Miller in the pocket. Swings it out here to Green. Had some pressure. Had to get rid of it. Had to throw it over the big hands of Jacob Stevenson. And it's incomplete. And it kind of seemed like that whole series, the air was out of the balloon right there. Carney always comes out with energy, but they didn't connect on much there. And they're going to have to punt out of their own end zone with Tanner Johnson, his fifth punt of the ball game. A lot of times when you see that that the uh, the inability to hold on to blocks when when you just when you talk, lose your momentum like that, and that's exactly what happened initially. It looked okay, and then uh, couldn't stay with the block. Low snap. Johnson gets it. Line drive kick. He's going to get rolled again. It's picked up at the 44-yard line by Barnett, and up the field he comes. 35-30, 25, has a block. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Thunderbirds. When you get a line drive kick directly at the return man, the blocking is usually not set up in time, and it's a 43-yard return on a 30-yard punt. And there you see the offensive weaponry. You know, they can they can score in so many different ways, you know, whether it be a long run for the running back, whether it be from a, a pass to one of their tight ends, outside, uh, long pass, they've, they, they've gained chunk yardage, and uh, there you see the punt return. So uh, a lot of different ways this Bellevue West team can score. And all of a sudden, the game getting away from the Bearcats. And this is still all in the third quarter, the third touchdown of the quarter. And that's after Carney had the opening possession, marched at 78 yards, and uh, cut it to nine. Extra point kick is up, and it is good again. So a five-points bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. 43-yard touchdown punt return for TK Barnett. 49 seconds to go in the third. It's now Bellevue West 43 and Carney 13 here on ESPN Radio. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Doug Dudamani Kratzenstein with you here from Foster Field. Again, thanks to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue and the crew. It is not going to Bearcats' way. 21 straight points now have been put on the board for 
Bellevue West, and we're still not out of the third quarter of play. And now you're, instead of a nine-point game, it's a 30-point game. It could turn into a running clock. Carney could find a way to put something on the board, but going to be a lot to ask as the kick is away, and it will be fielded at the goal line. They're going to let it go here for Xander Ruling. He's down the right sideline, 20-25. He'll be pushed out of bounds at the 27. Any idea why when he stepped back in the end zone on the catch that that wasn't automatically dead? Yeah, his back foot was in the end zone. About and the this referee far. looked at it and said, okay. And the Bearcats will get an extra eight yards out of the deal. They'll take over at the 28-yard line. So, Carney High going to be kind of in a situation we kind of thought this was the team that Carney High had. They're going to play a ton of really good teams. You didn't know about Burke and West. Could they get one of those? They didn't. They're probably going to go to two and three. But then uh, good games left. Columbus is playing a little better than normal. And that's coming up next week on the road. And then back-to-back home games. Can they run the table? Can they get four in a row, or can they get at least three of the four? Option short side. Miller decides to keep it, and he's going to drag a couple of Bellevue West defenders with him across the 30 to the 31-yard line. It's a gain of three on the play. Jaden Robertson on the tackle. Here's, here's a Jaden Robertson. I coached, I coached his dad at Bellevue East High School. Boy, there's no way I'm that old that I coached his dad. His dad was Damian Roberts, um, one of the slowest running backs I've ever coached, but one of the toughest kids you've ever seen. He used to play offense and defense. Against Bellevue West one year, he had uh, 27 tackles. Mm. Um, so there's some good good uh, genes in that whole situation. Well, Bellevue West has had some explosive plays. Both teams had two turnovers in the second quarter. We had three straight, and that will be the end of the third quarter of play as time expires. And we go to the fourth. Carney has the ball, second and eight at their own 30. It is Bellevue West 43. They've scored 21 in a row, and Carney 13 here on ESPN Radio. If you thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Carnival. Online at buzzesmarine.com. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Doug Dudamani Kratzenstein, we're big golf fans. U.S. has their biggest day one lead in the Ryder Cup since 75. They went 3-1 and one in both sessions. Now, Carney's going to go with a little bubble look here. Five wide, empty backfield. Miller going to take off and run up the right seam. Had a block at the 35. He'll be close to the first down at the 38. An extra effort. He's got it out towards the 40-yard line. Enough for a first down, a gain of 10. For Miller. I'm going to have to recap, recount what I said earlier. I talked about early in the game where Riley Miller was not going into contact very hard. Uh, I think maybe that little little deal over on the sideline, he got that little push in and got the penalty. might have fired him up a little bit because uh, he, he, he's ran tough uh, this second half. All right. It is first and 10 at their own 40. 
Bearcats give it to Weiss, and he is going to be upended right when he got to the line of scrimmage coming in. Again, Bellevue West finding a way on the blitz, and now we're starting to call Jaden Roberts and Alex Nichols almost every play. No gain. Linebackers are being pretty active again. Uh, one of the things that's, that's happening a little bit is those uh, those defensive front are keeping the offensive linemen off the linebackers. They're free to roam, and, boy, they've taken advantage of a little bit. Big hit by number 30, Roberts. So it'll be second down and 10 here for the Bearcats. Spread the field again. Anderson is back in the field, uh, ball game after getting dinged up defensively in the third quarter. Wide to the left side. Miller rolls to the right side, has pressure. They grab his shoulder pad. He gets free. Now he can't get free from the rest of them. He's dropped at the 31-yard line. Once he got away, then he tried to reverse his field, and there were a whole bunch of Thunderbirds waiting for him. The sack by Jaden Roberts, a loss of nine. I've... Uh... I mentioned that. I've seen his dad do that a few times. That looked really familiar with him. He, he's, he's really had a good second half, uh, really chasing the ball, and you can see the explosiveness. You know, Riley has not had very much time at all to throw the ball. He's barely able to get back into a three-step drop before he's kind of running for his life. And, I mean, you just got big boys on both sides of the line here for Bellevue West. Third down, we'll call it 18 yards to go for Carney. Ball at their own 32-yard line. Need to hit the midfield stripe. Miller takes the snap. Pressure again. Side arms it over the middle. It's picked off. His receiver fell down. Hudson Bertrand fell down in the middle of the field and went right into the hands of who else? Ames. Ames has his second pick. He also has a fumble recovery. He has been a part of all three Carney High turnovers. That was a situation where... Uh... Riley just, just threw the ball where the receiver, he'd hoped the receiver was going to be, didn't notice that he had fallen down. I don't know if he'd slipped or, or got, if he got contacted or, or caught up or what, but uh, no other receiver there and uh, is right in the hands of the Bellevue West defender. So Ames with the INT, and now if Bellevue West scores, all of a sudden you've got a running clock, 10 minutes to go in the game, 43-13. It was 22-13, and we've got motion again here on the offense. That will be... Their ninth, make it to 11th penalty of the game. And I think five of them have been procedure penalties against their inside part of their offensive line. So just underway here in the fourth quarter. Ball will be back at the 35-yard line now. But they've done a good job of overcoming all of this. Bellevue West. Just goes straight up the middle. Nothing there. Good play by 43 there. Um, Closed down that gap fairly quickly. It looked like 43. Yeah, that's ruling. Oh, yeah, switch jerseys, I forgot. Contreras carried the ball actually just for the second time, and he's going to lose a yard or two. Had a nine-yard touchdown the last time. He ran the football. Carney Catholic 39, Minden 8 late in their ball game on Power 99. Second down, they'll call it 12. Another one. And, boy, now you don't want to get sloppy. This is where Coach Huffman is not going to approve. And I'm looking out there, and I think they have started to – have they made a few substitutions? It looks like they have maybe uh, made some substitutions on their offensive line. Not all of them. I see a couple of new numbers in there, but they still got a lot of their starters in there. Still big fellas. Big fellas. So over 100 yards and penalties now 18 on Bellevue West. 18 is your quarterback. 
So quarterback now has been Daniel Kalen. Kalen's going to throw it out here in the flat. It's complete to Contreras. He's going to be knocked out of bounds at the 37-yard line. So Kalen, the backup quarterback, he has had a chance to do quite a few things this year. He's completed 23 passes in their first four ball games. It's going to be a gain of five, bring up third down at about 12, 12 and a half. Kalen's an interesting story. Uh, comes out of Elkhorn, Nebraska, went schooled out at Bellevue West. Got an offer from Florida State University after he went to football camp there this summer. He's the young man that the, they were talking about. Just a sophomore. Doesn't start. Yeah, third down and 13. Blitz for Carney. Coming off the right side. Here comes Parker Weiss. Nails the quarterback who makes a brilliant throw to the end zone but can't hold on right on the fingertips of the streaking wide receiver intended for Helms who already has one. Kalen's kind of wondering uh, where where Weiss came from and uh, he got hit hard and a little bit shaky getting up. So that'll bring up fourth down. Well, remember when Kennesaw was leading Lawrence Nelson 16-6? to mm-hmm. And it's 61-6 to Ouch. in the fourth quarter. So they got it rolling. Axtell holding on to a 46-44 lead over Brady on the breeze. 94.5. Empty backfield. They're going to go for it on fourth and 13. Looking left now back to his right. Down the middle of the football field. The big fellas wide open. Riley Ducker. <coughs> He got his eyes down the left side, got the safety to bite, and Micah Riley-Ducker headed to Auburn, has scored a touchdown here at Foster Field. And it might not be his last because I think he might be back here in June. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what, that was a you, – you saw a little bit what, what uh, Florida State and Nebraska have seen in that uh, a backup quarterback. He went took his drop. As you mentioned, he looked off the safety to the left, put it right over the right shoulder of uh, the tight end running down the seam and, and perfectly thrown ball, touchdown, and we might have running. Do we have running clock? Yep, we will have a running clock here. The lead is now 36 as Hunter Brown gets ready to attempt the extra point, trying to remain perfect on the year. Oh, Coming through, the extra point hits the upright. Weiss was offside once earlier. This time he got through there. And made him miss his first extra point of the year. They're still playing, but that is 27 straight points now by Bellevue West. With nine minutes to go in the game, Bellevue West 49, Carney 13. You're listening to high school football from the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here on ESPN Radio. Central Hydraulic Systems and Equipment Company is your local and regional source for hydraulic sales, service, and repair. Located in Kearney at 1841 Avenue H. Good luck to all area student-athletes from Central Hydraulic Systems. Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. Many cars that were new and bare frame and alignment of Carney started in business are now classics. And the family that has owned bare frame and alignment over those 60 years knows that taking care of their customers' cars is just like taking care of their families. Trust them with your car. BareFrameAndAlignment.com. Well, we are back here at Foster Field in a game that was 22-13 to after Carney High took the opening drive of the third quarter into the end zone. Has been all Bellevue West 
Over the last, it's been 12 minutes. Carney put it in at 839. We're at 859 here of the fourth, and that is four consecutive touchdowns. They've done it through the air. They've done it with a punt return. The kick is away, a line drive kick that will be taken by ruling at the five-yard line. He tries to go the other way, 15-20, up the middle, 25-30, hit hard at the 31-yard line, and he'll be brought down there. Good open field tackle for Jarrett McQueen of Bellevue West. So Carney High going to try and get one more on the board here, but it looks like this might be a night where a few extra kids get into the ball game. Traven Beckman just came in. Evan Denny has come into the ball game, and we might see some different folks right now for Carney High. That is exactly what's happening as Beckman will be your new quarterback. He is going to hand the football off up to the 34-yard line. Is your next running back in Ethan Kowalik. So Kowalik with his first carry as uh, Brandon Cool sees the writing on the wall here, pretty evident. It'll be second down after a gain of one and nine. Pitch play again. Looks like Dutenhofer's back in there. He'll cross the 35 and be pushed into the Carney sideline. To about the 40. Going to be a gain of five on the play. It'll be third down and three. Pretty well Maybe blocked. A gain of six. Pretty well blocked play in that short side pitch there that uh, split in, came in, and uh, had a nice block and gave him a chance here on third down, too. Don't forget, tonight around 10 o'clock, the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show will recap all of our games on the radio. Piss play again out here to uh, Dutenhofer, but they hit him behind the line of scrimmage. He kept his hand on the ground and got back to the line of scrimmage and then got cleaned. And Dutenhofer ends up getting back to the line of scrimmage, but that will be it. Again, if you're joining us late, Carney High had numerous opportunities in the first half in Bellevue West territory and just couldn't come up with enough points. Had a couple of turnovers in Bell West territory with the running clock. Carney's just going to go ahead and Why run not? a play here. Why not, huh? Fourth down and three at their own Got 40. <laughs> hard count. And a hard count offside. Going to be called here on Bellevue West. <laughs> Don't forget when we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have all the final stats. Omaha Westside's going to beat Grand Island tonight. They're up 34-9. to Seward has beaten Hastings by a score of 30-7. Also, Aurora beat York 48-7. Scotts Bluff and Northwest are tied at 29 in the fourth quarter. It's still Lexington 8, McCook 2 in the fourth quarter. Kearney Catholic has beaten Minden 39-8. We'll give you some more in a moment. First down and 10 Bearcats at their own 45-yard line. They'll take the first pass play and turning around just in time to make the catch is Hudson Bertrand. He'll get just a couple of yards on the play up to the 42 little play-action pass there to uh, Bertrand. Kind of tried to fake the dive and then got him out in the flat. And, and, and pretty well-executed play, but the overall team speed of Bellevue West, who still has – they're starting to filter in a few of their second-team defense, but they are still got that team speed. It's going to be second down and nine from the 45. Um, about the 47. St. Paul beat Fillmore Central 37-13. Broken Bow over O'Neill 32-14. Looking for a score on Adams Central Wood River Shelton. If you have one, 308-646-0506. You can text it or you can uh, call it in, 308-646-0506. Kozad beat Holdridge, 21-14. Beckman wants to throw again, has some time in the pocket down the middle of the football field. He had two players 
that were going for it on crossing routes, and it goes off of Bertrand's hands, and the trailer Evan Denny. was Evan Denny, and that might have been intended for Denny. Bertrand just about made a great catch. Yeah, there's a little, little double cross pattern there where they were kind of in layers, and they got a little close to each other, and Bertrand's a big old kid, and he got his hands on the ball, and I, I think you're right. That might have been intended for Denny as a secondary cross. Third down and nine, Bearcats at their own 42-yard line with a running clock, five minutes to go. Bellevue West 49, Kearney 13, 27 consecutive by Bellevue West. Beckman with blitz coming from the backside, throws it out here in the flat to Dutenhofer. It's well covered. He had three guys chasing him, and there was three guys out here ready to get Dutenhofer had he completed it. St. Cecilia beats Sutton 21-14. Centura over Twin River 42 to nothing. Ord with the running clock in the fourth quarter over Donovan Trumbull, 63-6. Central Catholic wins by a forfeit. Gibbon had to COVID quarantine, and hopefully they'll be ready to go next week. In D1, Arapahoe beat Elm Creek 49-28. And Summer Myrna 52-7 over Amherst. Alma beat Southern Valley 48-8 this afternoon. Bertrand 55-38 over Highline. Last night, Arcadia Loop City beat Ravenna. Fourth down and nine. They'll throw again. It's a high fade go down the left sideline, and it is incomplete. Again, you had Denny and Jack Dahlgren over there taking a chance and just couldn't chase it down. And Bellevue West will get to run their offense out there as we tick under four minutes to go. Yeah, basically an all-go pattern. One thing about Bellevue West's second-team defense, they look like they have one defense, and that's uh, send a whole bunch of guys. Still think we've got that line in Class A again this year. We had such a line last year that only two or three teams we thought could win it. That changed with Carney's upset and a couple of upsets in the playoffs. It'll be interesting to see how the rest of this season plays out. First down and 10. Got some backups in there. Contreras is getting the carry around the right side. He'll be drugged down from behind as he gets to the 40-yard line over there for Carney High. Looks like it was Alex Wiesman to make the tackle. Contreras will pick up about seven on the play. Boy, that's a nice play by Alex Wiesman. going all the way across the field to make that tackle. Showed some really good movement for a sophomore. You still have Kalen in there as the quarterback. Stay with us. We'll have all the final numbers on the New West postgame show. And to answer your question, I think there are there are about three or four guys, teams that can win. I think there is quite a separation. On second down, we'll throw out here in the flat. It's going to be complete to oh. Jordan, and they try to strip him of the ball. They stand him up. He's not going to get anything extra. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Interesting thing is you might be thinking, well, why are they throwing the football? Why are they throwing the football? Well, the clock's going to run no matter what they do. And so even if you threw an incomplete pass, it's going to run. And uh, this is what you do. Do what you do, right? Yep. That's, what, that's what they do. So it'll be third down and three. Bellevue West at the Kearney 41-yard line. We had a ball game for about three and a half quarters, and then the floodgates opened. That 43-yard punt return by Barnett really sealed the deal. And what a game defensively today. For Preston Ames, two picks and a fumble recovery. Kalen, short pass out here is complete to Helms at the 35. He's to the 30, and they stack him up at the 29-yard line. Going to be a gain of 12-13 on the play. There are a lot of uh, number two guys in for uh, Bellevue West right now. I'm looking at the left tackle, and it's uh, big old Nate Raymond still, number 77. He's only 6'5", 305 pounds, so... uh, that, beat, that, that second team defensive end for Carney is probably probably hasn't seen a kid quite like that before. Like going against Michael Orr. <laughs> it looks like it. But those uh, they still got their still got a few of their dudes in. They're gonna chuck it around. They might try to get it to get another one here. And of course, Coach Huffman, a Carney boy. 
He likes coming up to Carney. He's going to like it even more. And who knows, could these teams he's meet again just he's like a, they did? Yeah. He's a former loper, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. And have a ton of success at Bellevue West. He didn't learn how to wear that flat bill cap at, at uh, UNK, though. First out and 10 at the 30-yard line. A little confusion in the backfield, and Kalen just has to eat it. But we have a penalty flag. That's what happened. He would, if he would have wore that flat, flat bill cap around here when he was going to school, he might have <laughs> got beat up. It would have been a little rough. <laughs> that is the 14th penalty for 111 yards for Bellevue West. Six-man action tonight. Franklin rolls Wilcox Hildreth 48-6. SEM over Silver Lake 54-22. It's still 54-50. Axtell leading Brady in the fourth quarter on the breeze, 94.5. And it looks like now Bellevue West has just decided with a minute to go. They'll take the necessary knee. They can watch the play clock go under 10. So they'll have to snap it a couple of times here. And they will be the team that recovers from last week's defeat at the hands of of a Millard South, and they'll pick up another top 10 victory here for the Thunderbirds and uh, stay in that number two slot uh, for Bellevue West. They'll get Omaha Northwest. Again, we're into district play, Monty, so these teams will play the same teams. They start against each other uh, in district play. Sometimes they try to fix that so the teams they think will be one and two end up in that last game, but that's mm. not the case. So they host Omaha Northwest, then they go to Millard West, and for Kearney High, of course, they're going to Columbus and then return home in two weeks to take on Lincoln High and Elkhorn South the following week as they take one more knee, and that will wrap up the football game as the final 20 seconds run off the clock and the final 27 points scored by Bellevue West. The Thunderbirds 49 and the Bearcats 13 in our Class A Top 10 battle. We'll be back with the New West Post Game Show right after this on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com, ESPN, Tricycle. Find the Nordic difference at Detterdings. Nordic hot tubs are an exceptional way to unwind and relax at home. Superior quality and very affordable. Financing available with approved credit. See us at Detterdings in Kearney and Grand Island or at Detterdings.com. Choose better things at Detterdings. It's a quality of life. The quarterback counts on his O-line for protection in the pocket. You can count on me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau insurance agent, and McKenzie to protect your family's blindside no matter what life throws at you. We are here to handle all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. Don't scramble around working with multiple insurance companies. Contact us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308-234-2222. Have you ever seen a dented Tortoise, the same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back to Foster Field. 
just a perfect night for football and Bellevue West in the end just out athletic Carney High and took big plays to win this football game tonight 49 to 13 it's time for the new West sports medicine and orthopedic surgery post game show certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary no matter the activity new West is here to get you back to it schedule your appointment today we'll take a look at some scores and the final stats here in a moment but the game uh, definitely went Carney's way in the first half, although they just didn't move the ball. They had numerous opportunities. I've said it three or four times. Uh, not always inside the red zone, but they had the ball four times inside the 30-yard line in the first half and came away with just the six points, Monty. It was 22-6 at half. Well, we talked in our, our pregame, talked about how it was important for Carney to find some way to control the ball and find some way to run which had been their weakness. They, they were not able to do that. I think they had around 65 yards rushing. 39 of them came in one drive to start that second half, which really looked pretty good. But uh, after that point, you know, a lot of times in high school football, the teams with the best athletes wins, and that really was the case. You would see even plays that were fairly well designed and fairly well blocked uh, still wouldn't be big chunk plays for Carney. Consequently, on the other side, you know, Bellevue West relies on the chunk plays. They had chunk plays from their wideouts, from their tight end. They had a big 80-yard run from their running back, Richardson. Uh, they had interceptions. They had fumble recoveries, and they did everything they needed to do. Now, they certainly didn't play a very clean game either. They had a tremendous amount of penalties. Uh, I'm sure Coach Huffman from Bellevue West is not happy with that. But, uh, you know, if you're Carney, there are some good things to take away. There's some positives. You, you, you watch the film. You see where the mental mistakes were. You can't do anything about the physical things. You see where the mental mistakes were and then how you were lined up and technique. And then you move on to Columbus because now you've got a couple games here where you think that, uh, you know, you might be favored. You, you should win, so you want to keep improving. I don't think they got anybody too, too banged up or too hurt. So uh, they can take something positive out of this game and move on to the next one. Yeah, that, that will be the key. Uh, Carney now at to two and three needs to position themselves for the playoffs. Uh, I, I think, I think if you were to set lines the rest of the way, Carney would probably be favored in three of the four football games. Uh, it'll be a close one with Columbus next week. Elkhorn South might be a favorite when they come out here. Uh, you'd have to think they're favored over Lincoln High and Omaha Northwest, but they got to clean no, keep right. their keep their slate clean. And again, nobody wants to play Carney in the playoffs, and this coaching staff has proved over the last 20 years they find a way. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You know, we've always we've always talked about how well coached they are and how well prepared they are. They just got to have they just got to clean up some things and find some things that they can do to take advantage of those opportunities. It's been said multiple times. They had they had a well-designed scheme. You know, they had some pass plays that they had some guys wide open uh, that were well-designed. They attacked the spots where Bellevue was was weak in the middle, uh, had a couple drop balls, had a couple overthrown balls that probably would have made a difference, uh, had a penalty that cost them 15 yards there late late in the first half where, uh, where, where they could have had a chance to uh, – uh, successfully navigate a short field as opposed to a longer one. So um, they made some mistakes as well. But overall, you know, we just saw a really talented football team come out west uh, to play against a very well-coached football team, and uh, the, the more talented team won tonight. And <laughs> at the moment, it, it's not what you probably want to hear if you're a Carney fan, but we touched about all these D1 kids. That last pass could have been from a Florida State quarterback to an <laughs> Auburn tight end. I mean, well, think about that. You don't well, see that here. 
We, we, we've, we've talked about Metro football and how Metro football is all about the haves and the have-nots, and Bellevue West is the haves right now. They've got kids, probably 75% of their roster are not Bellevue West kids. We talked about uh, the two of the kids that, that really did some damage, Johansson and then the, then the whiteout. Uh, both those kids, uh, his name is Keisha right now. Helms but, is doing great. Yeah, yeah. the, 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 the whiteout they targeted early, early on. Um, you know, those are two kids that, you know, they're Bellevue kids, but they're, they, they should have, would have, and also did go to school at Bellevue East at one time. Uh, 30 Roberts is a Bellevue East kid. But in open enrollment, you know, the rich get richer. And Mike Huffman has told, been very, very clear. It says, we're going to recruit kids. We're going to get the best kids here. Going to our program is the way that you get kids, get you get to go to Division One, And he's proven that. They sent a lot of kids to Division One football. So, um, you know, like it, hate it, it doesn't really matter. The, 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 the toothpaste is out of the tube right now as far as recruiting in, in, in Omaha and Lincoln is concerned, and they are the rich get richer. But they're very talented, and, and uh, uh, they're fun to watch. I enjoy it. Um, they're, they're fun to beat. Last year when Carney beat them out, out, out there, that was a, uh, a very exciting thing. But, you know, it might have hurt them a little bit because, you know, coaches always say that when you cross the Platte River, you kind of give up 10 points just because those kids in the Metro aren't used to traveling. We always used to say that. Um, there's a 10-point advantage to come out and travel them. But I guarantee you that uh, Carney had Bellevue West full attention. Not that the kids are the same, but all he had to do is point to that win, uh, big win by Carney that upset last year and got those those kids' attention. Well, Carney came out and did a great job early on in this ball game. covered a lot of those wide receiver screens, busted up a lot of things, but it was just a lot of big plays. An 80-yard touchdown run, a 71-yard pass on third and 18, a 43-yard punt return. I mean, uh, those are big, big plays, and uh, we will look forward to seeing Carney High down the road. All right, we are on the New West Post Game Show. The final stats are figured. We'll bring them to you, Monty. Uh, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate Always love it. it. Beautiful night for football. Yep, Monty Kratzenstein. We'll send him down to the field to do his thing, and we'll be back to take a look at those final numbers. In a moment. Platte Valley Auto Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto Lexington Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet, Lexington, South Side. Five stations. 1230 KHIS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN. Carney. The Breeze. 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. Don't panic when you're locked out. Call the Lockmobile. Emergency lockout service for commercial and residential property. Full service locksmith makes original keys for your classic old or new vehicle. One call unlocks them all. 308 234 20 77 or stop in 1015 Central Avenue, Kearney. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call Call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Do have a big upset. C1, number one, Pierce is upset tonight by Boone Central. 
by a final score of 35 to 33. So a number one goes down uh, tonight in Class C1. Back on the New West Post Game Show, let's take a look at the final numbers. First off, for Bellevue West, here's what we had in the football game. L.J. Richardson, 12 carries, 139 yards, and three touchdowns, including an 80-yard scamper. Gio Contreras, three carries, 14 yards, and he had a touchdown in the football game. Quarterback Luke Johansson started to use him a little more running in the running game as the uh, game progressed. 12 carries, he had 77 yards on the ground. So I had the Thunderbirds for 27 rushing attempts, 230 yards. Now for Kalen, Dan Kalen came there in the fourth quarter. He was four for five with a touchdown for 51 yards. And then Johansson through the air in the uh, third quarter was four of eight. They didn't have to play him uh, through the air in the fourth quarter. He was four of eight for 103 yards. That 71-yarder was not a touchdown. They actually ran him out of bounds at the six-yard line. So in the ball game, I had Johansson 18 out of 28, no interceptions in the contest, and he had a couple of touchdown passes, 255 yards, 51 for Kalen, 306 yards through the air, 230 on the ground, 536 yards, 21 first downs of the ball game for uh, Bellevue West. Had to punt it just one time, a 33-yarder. They did have a couple of fumbles in the second quarter, the uh, one mark that coach won't like the 14 penalties for 121 yards. For Carney High, Parker Weiss, 10 carries, 49 yards, and that was about it. Riley Miller, 11 carries, 10 yards, got sacked a couple of times. Ryan Green, one carry, four yards. Ethan Kowalik, one carry, one yard. Chris Dutenhofer, four carries, six yards. DeAndre Ndugwa, one carry, one yard, and they had a team fumble for a loss of six. 29 rushing attempts, just 65 yards tonight for Carney High. Through the air, I had Traven Beckman, one of four. He had two yards there when he came in for that series in the fourth quarter. For Miller tonight, uh, Riley tried, uh, had some good chances, but had some pressure on him at times, had a couple of drops out there as well. In the second half, he was five of nine with one interception for 41, 44 yards, it looks like. And then you add that, let's redo that, five of nine, interception, and a touchdown. He had 117 yards total, 73 in the first half, 44 in the second. So 11 of 23, a touchdown and two picks. 119 through the air, 65 on the ground, 184 yards of total offense for Carney, resulting in 11 first downs, six punts of the ball game from Tanner Johnson. He averaged right around 35 yards, three turnovers in the contest, only three penalties on Carney, and one of those was an offside on a point-after attempt for 16 yards. Time for our scoring recap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent. Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Bellevue West won the toss and elected to receive. They started at their own 20-yard line after the ball was kicked into the end zone. Marched down to the Kearney 27, went for it on fourth down, but could not convert. Carney then took over and got a 44-yard field goal from James Dakin that was spurred by a 45-yard completion from Miller to Miller, and that made it 3 to nothing. Then Bellevue West got things going. A six-yard run by L.J. Richardson in the first minute of the second quarter completed a 76-yard drive. Hunter Brown makes the extra point, 7-3. to three. Then Jacob Randall forced a fumble and cut, recovered a fumble on a punt return, and Carney High set up their second field goal from 24 yards out 
Taken cuts it to 7-6 to six with 6.43 to go. After the kick went into the end zone, the very first play, an 80-yard run by L.J. Richardson. The extra point was a two-pointer. That's where Carney jumped offside, so they went for two, and Richardson ran it in. Six and a half to go in the first half, 15-6. to six. Then we had three turnovers in less than two minutes, and in the end, a 12-yard pass from Johansson to Caden Helms with a minute 57 to go before the half, completed a 54-yard drive. And Brown's kick made it 22-6, to and that's where we would end up at the half. Carney actually returned the next kick to the Bellevue West 43, but couldn't do anything with it, had to punt it away. 22-6 to at the half. Carney comes out and marches 78 yards to start the third quarter of play. On third down, Riley Miller hits Caden Miller yet again for a 19-yard touchdown pass. The extra point kick made it 22-13 with 8.39 to go. Carney High forced a third down and long. There was a sack, and then there was a penalty. It was third and 17 back at their own 18-yard line, and that's where the scrambling ability of the quarterback, Luke Johansson, found his big man in uh, Micah Riley-Ducker, and he hauls it in for 71 yards, sets up first and goal at the six, and Richardson takes it in yet again for the second time in this football, or for the third time in this football game. He had three touchdowns, and that made it 29-13, to and that's kind of when the floodgates opened, starting at 27 straight points. A nine-yard run by Gio Contreras with 2.29 to go, a 43-yard punt return by T.K. Barnett with 49 seconds to go in the third quarter. That made it 43-13, to and after another Ames interception set him up at the 30-yard line. They brought Dan Kalen in in a 33-yard touchdown pass with 8.59 to go. Got us to the running clock. And the final score is Bellevue West 49 and Kearney High 13. We'll be back to wrap things up on the New West Postgame Show right after this on ESPN. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Do you want a quality seed that has focus on being local, building relationships that last, and has proven performance that's specific to where you farm? Choose Prairie Valley. With a focus on local research in eight regions throughout their footprint, Prairie Valley has the data to back up the performance of their locally specific hybrids and varieties, specialized to achieve the highest quality and yield where you need it most. No matter where you farm, Prairie Valley has the seed for where you are. Find a local dealer and learn more about the seed for where you are at prairievalleyseeds.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. All right, Doug Duda with you uh, back here at Foster Field where our game is in the books, 49-13. to 13, Bellevue West, the win over Kearney, Omaha West side, taking out uh, Grand Island tonight as well, 34-9. to nine, Ends up being 41-9, to nine, the final score. In Class B, late in the fourth quarter, Scotts Bluff 43-36 to 36 over Grand Island Northwest. Other finals, Seward beats Hastings. 30 to 7, Aurora downs York 48 to 7. Here's a new one for you. Lexington 8, McCook 5. That's a final. In class C1, Adam Central beating a Wood River Shelton. And the other finals, Cozad beat Holdridge 21-14. Carney Catholic takes care of Minden to remain undefeated 39-8. They go to Broken Bow Thursday night on Power 99. Broken Bow beat O'Neill 32-14. Ogallala over Gothenburg 26-5. St. Paul over Fillmore Central 37-13. It was St. Cecilia over Sutton 21-14. Ord beat Donovan Trouble 63-14. Centura downs Twin River 42-0. Another eight-man action, Burwell beats North Central. They'll host undefeated Arcadia Loop City next week. They beat Ravenna yesterday. Alma was a winner over Southern Valley, 48-8, and Selma Myrna beats Amherst, 52-7. Bertrand this afternoon beat Highline, 55-38. Arapahoe outscores Elm Creek, 49-28. Thursday scores in D2, Medicine Valley down Overton, 44-14. Pleasanton over Sand Hills Valley, 38-32. Next Friday at 3, we'll have the Pleasanton-South Loop game. Kennesaw 75 to 6 over Lawrence Nelson. Loomis beats Maywood Hay Center 56 to 18. Axtell holds off Brady for their first win 54 to 50. BDS downs Blue Hill 64 to 38. And six man Franklin over Wilcox held with 48 to 6. And SEM beats Silver Lake by a score of 54 22. UNK soccer lost today, but the volleyball team wins in a sweep. They go to Central Oklahoma tomorrow. Tri City Storm today won in overtime, so they're off to a two. 2-0 start to the season. Huskers, Michigan State tomorrow on the breeze. 2 o'clock pregame kickoff on Fox Sports 1 at 6. UNK football is at Central Missouri at 1. And Hastings College football is at Dakota Wesleyan at 1 on KHAS Radio. Again, the final 27 points put up by number 2 Bellevue West. And they avenge last year's playoff loss by beating Kearney High 49-13. to this has been the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For Monty Kratzenstein, Stacy Johns back at the scoreboard desk. Don't forget Power 99 just after 10 o'clock. Austin Pistolka will run down the scores for you one more time. From the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at beautiful Foster Field on the campus of the University of Nebraska Carney. this is Doug Duda saying good night, Bellevue West 49 and Carney 13. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. 
Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Many cars that were new when bare frame and alignment of Carney started in business are now classics. And the family that has owned bare frame and alignment over those 60 years knows that taking care of their customers' cars is just like taking care of their families. Trust them with your car. BareFrameAndAlignment.com. Five stations. 1230 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. Central Hydraulic Systems and Equipment Company is your local and regional source for hydraulic sales, service, and repair. Located in Kearney at 1841 Avenue H. Good luck to all area student-athletes from Central Hydraulic Systems. Make every day better with a hot spring spa from Detterdings. Picture your family in a hot spring hot tub with crystal clear, freshwater salt system, all feeling silky smooth. Financing available with approved credit. Detterdings, Kearney, and Grand Island or at Detterdings.com. Choose better things at Detterdings. It's a quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. Don't panic when you're locked out. Call the Lockmobile, emergency lockout service for commercial and residential property. Full-service locksmith makes original keys for your classic old or new vehicle. One call unlocks them all. 308-234-2177 or stop in 1015 Central Avenue, Kearney. Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hard. Shop local for great service. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.